The Spanish Announce Table. You have found Pro Wrestling's best podcast with Tim and Tom here on the Spanish Announce Table. And we had a blast watching some wrestling this week. And we're going to talk about it, man. But we want to talk to you about it. So we encourage you, if you are watching this live with us on the YouTube live stream. Oh, listen to that. Forgot to turn my phone down. Forgot to turn my phone down. No, keep it going. Yeah. Yes, quality control. Uh, If you're watching live on the YouTube stream, join us in the chat. Talk to us. Join the Table Nation. Tell us what you thought about whatever we're talking about. There is a bit of a delay, so bear with us. Uh, We do this live Thursday nights on YouTube. If you're listening back on the podcast and you want to join that live stream, uh, precisely, exactly on the dot, 7.30. Look at that. 7.30, right? Not 7.15-ish. But, Tom, how's things going? Dude, it's fucking great. I tell you what. I just love this time of the year. You got all the fun things happen. Some people call it the dog days of summer. To those people, I say, get (laughs) fucked. Yeah, it's so much fucking fun. We've got all the fun happening right now. It is so just a great old time. It's all the fun. It's a great time. Yeah, you can also you can also have a great fun time. Talk to us on Twitter using hashtag tweet the table. We'll read some of those on the show tonight folks who used hashtag tweet the table throughout the week to talk about wrestling but there's a fun new social media coming around right tom well hold on is it fun we'll find out is it not owned by elon musk yeah yes we're gonna talk about that later i forgot i'm checking my notes here we are gonna talk about that later but talk to us on twitter talk to us on a new social media that we'll talk about later uh we're on Mm -hmm. the tiktok the youtube here uh, all of those things. We're also, you can catch us sometimes on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Spanish announce table. And why am I bringing that up, Tom? Because um, I've you been played. playing some fight forever. Yeah. So full transparency, I don't know how to do what Tim's doing on a PS5. Maybe I need some, you know, wires and faders. Yeah, we got to look it up and figure it out. I'm stuff. sure it's up we'll in there somewhere. Yep. We'll figure it out. However, Tim's got it all figured out. And Tim, last time we checked in, you had not played AEW Fight Forever yet, uh, but now you have. Obviously, we've got the proof in the YouTube and Twitch videos and all other social media. So I want two things from you here, Tim. One, what was your out-of-the-box impression of Fight Forever after like one or two times playing, right? And then, as of right now, July 6th, at 7.32 in the one true time zone, what is your impression or has it changed since then? Yeah, I like the game a lot, right? Very easy to start playing out of the box and get the hang of the very basics, quick and easy, and you're not like just getting your ever-loving ass kicked right away, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but then as as you start getting it, you're like, okay, bump this up to hard, right? Like that kind of thing. Like just start practicing some other things. Like, okay, let me try a you know, lights out now or whatever. Right. So really dug into those. And then I did my first story. Um, I will say this. I wish there was more to the stories, right? Yes, I would agree. However, I'm going through it now a second time with a female. So the first time I went mm-hmm. through it, went with hangman cowboy shit. I did Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Second time through, I'm going with Chris Statlander, nice. your favorite alien. I'm doing Ooh. Chris cage on my second one. And it's a tad different. Like, for example, there is a, hey, will you fight the guy because I'm hurt? And it's like a female's fighting a guy. Yeah. This is like So there's a tad different. But but I will agree with you in the sense of like if you go to work out 
it's the same. If it's intense, it's a it's binge. Yeah, press. I'm skipping through all that stuff. I'm like, bop, bop, yeah. bop, bop, bop. and that yeah. bothers me. Like, let's say I play Madden a lot. Um, I like to like, oh, I want to like map out the the game planning and the whatever. But it becomes so repetitive, and you're just doing the same thing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good enough. I don't need it. Just you know, let sim that. You know what I mean? You know, destroy mm-hmm. folks anyway. Put sixty up on you anyhow. Yeah. So I would say there's a little bit of um, desire to have a little bit more uh, variety. Mm-hmm. However, there is some fun things in there. Like I sent you a screenshot of, um, I believe it was Brian Danielson saying uh, Dwayne might get mad about this. Yeah, yeah. Referring to The Rock. Yeah. So there is some fun little dialogue there's in fun there. fun stuff, yeah. I met Brody but- Lee. Yeah, you met. I've just met Brody Lee. Yeah. I just got asked if I wanted to do the Dark Order. Yep. Um, I beat CM okay. Punk in his first match on Collision. Yeah, so wasn't that great? So Rampage. Fun. It was yeah, Rampage. Rampage. Excuse me, Rampage. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, what um, what I was going to ask then is so the other match types, the exploding barbed wire death match. What I haven't do you feel got about to that? that. I've done the Casino oh. Battle Royal, but I'm, that's that's where I think I'm going to venture into next. Right, do the exploding barbed wire death match. Yeah. I need to get yeah, a little so bit you, better in the multi-man things because th- those get to be a mess and it's hard to like, it's, well, you know, it's a little difficult actually, to like make sense of what's going on and you can't, you can't stand up, you know, like you just can't get your wits about you before somebody else is walloping you. It's, a, it's, I'm, it's taking some getting used to, I haven't played wrestling games in forever. Like I really just was like, I remember when we were doing the, uh, up down things with the Nintendo mm-hmm. 64 tournaments with the, uh, mm-hmm. with the local wrestling federation here. Uh, I was like, that's all you, because I hadn't played a wrestling game in like a decade. I was like, I can't, I don't know what I'm doing here. So um, I will say with the multi-man thing, the one thing that is fucking aggravating and we need to figure it out is, for example, I was Powerhouse Hobbs in a casino battle royal right before we went live, right? His signature move is you, you, you grapple and then you do signature. He pushes the wrestler away then tells him to come in and then does a spine buster uh, that's fun however when you push him away someone can grab that guy right. and now you're fucking you're like no that's kind of real that's kind of real yeah but like, i wouldn't was, always push him like, know, just yeah, do the spine buster the you thing. know what i mean yeah, yeah i um yes there's some some things in the game where i'm kind of like ah, eh, this could be a little better there's a little bit of a glitch that i've discovered where like on the lower part of the body when they're on the ground, you could just do the grapple thing just over and over and over again in a cycle if you time it right, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, where it just never stops. I'm just like, bap, yeah. bap, bap. So, like, I have to be like, all right, I can't do that, right? <laughs> you know, like, like, there's a little bit of a glitch there. But, I mean, again, I think the gameplay is fun, especially for that where it's just let's get in and mix it up, right? And yeah. so I started doing that where I was like, hey, I've got this OBS. We, we live stream. I was like, I will just – um. I'll just record some of these and put them up later. And then I realized, no, this, this is a gaming computer I bought to do the live streaming here. It comes with a built-in function uh, where I just press a certain keystroke and a thing comes up and it's like, yeah, you want to live stream? You want to record? What do you want to do here? And I'm just like, yeah, record. And I send it out to Twitch. So, again, we're on twitch.tv slash Spanish Announce Table. So it might be on there. Um, let us know if there's something 
you want to see uh, get done on there. And um, I can't always promise you, like, I know a lot of the gaming, they've got their little face going on down there. You can't always do that, right? Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't, and, uh, you know, see you when I see you. We'll figure it out. But we'll other times I'm just playing. So I was like, hey, I'm playing. So if some people want to watch it, fucking great. If not, yeah. I don't give a shit. PS5, Titan T-Mac, if you want to if you want to tussle. By the way, speaking of new additions to the game, I sent you the trailer. They're going to have the stadium stampede up to 30 fucking wrestlers. So There's Adam Page on a horse in one of the videos. We could do a Table oh. Nation. Uh, oh, but we can't. There's not cross-functional. That's what we're determining ah. right now. Yeah, that's coming later, they said. Ah. Uh, shout out to Jeffrey Sills in the chat. Like we said, we want to talk to you. We want you to be our wrestling friend. He says, shout out to the best duo since Dusty and Sapphire was rocking the polka dots. I'm definitely Sapphire. Uh, he said, you guys aren't on threads. And, oh, just stay tuned, Jeffrey Sills. Uh, he says, this game is still fun AF. That's for the kids. The kids know what that means. Uh, mm-hmm. He says, I started it on hard. Real gamers put the game on all Madden from the jump. Uh, like I said, I wasn't a real gamer. I was like, man, I don't play these wrestling games at all. I didn't even look at that. I was just like, it says normal. I'm like, we're just rolling with that, right? And then, then I was like, okay, I get the feel of this. They're hanging out too long, right? I was like, I got to bump it up to uh, to the next thing. And I saw hard, and I was like, all right. I started getting used to that, and I was like, I was like hard. They should have called it elite. And then I went and looked, and I was like, oh, the next level is elite, right? So pretty soon here, I'll yeah. maybe be making that jump. Um, I don't get to play a whole lot. I mean, I might get 30 minutes at a jump uh, at time to play. That's why I got to figure this out, because I get it. I, I got some time. Yeah, no, we will time. definitely yes we will i'll work with you tom and we'll figure out a way you can do it using oh. obs i can tell you that right yeah. now if you've got the obs on your computer i'll show you how to do it we can get you going you could dual stream if you wanted to you could be going on the youtube you could be going on the twitch you'd be going on I'll facebook all I'll the social medias we're gonna have to have a not safe for work if i do this shit because i cuss every fucking time i make yeah. up cuss words yeah there's some cuss words where my wife is like what'd you say and i'm like i don't know i'm blacked out yeah. i'm playing Fuck them. Yeah. yeah. And and listen, my family is like, it, they would be fine hearing me playing and cussing, but often it's like somebody's sleeping or there's something going on and I can't really be interrupting or I just can't be gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I play, it's usually late at night uh, and things aren't, uh, you know, I can't do that. But Tom has more leeway in his house at all hours of the day to be like, this piece of monkey fucker right and just like throw a controller so yes if we can get tom going live and he's got his camera on this will be some of the best entertainment you've ever seen and once in a while i'll be able to do that right i'll have some time where i can turn on turn on the bright lights that you see here and show you my beautiful face uh and then uh, for all of this all we ask is that you just you know you like some videos you subscribe right to some channels you maybe give us some donations or you go to pro wrestling tees slash spanish announce table and you buy our shirt 20 bucks yep. man i you know donate buy a shirt do something help us out right keep this thing going for free all this great content including all the great content at spanishannouncetable.net uh, which is powered by substack so you get all kinds of great articles right tom gives you a match of the day i give you some pro wrestling's news right the top news items of the day uh, we give you a little bit of what happened on this day more on that uh, later in the show here but man uh i'm having a blast with the fight forever i'm having fun watches on twitch right. man um yep. yeah well, and to, uh, you know, segue into the next topic that we have up on the docket, uh, as Jeffrey Sills asked, uh, are you guys threading it? Hell yeah, we're threading it. Now, yes. I'm going to tell you complete transparency. I'm personally not on the Spanish announce table. I haven't logged in yet. It's all Tim. 
Tim's doing it. I got my own thread. If you want to thread it with me, but I'm obviously sharing Spanish. Well, we will, yeah, we'll content. share those credentials. We we'll always share the credentials from yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, uh, you got both of us in there. We're 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 jiving. Yeah, I don't even have my personal up and running yet. I've got to do that. Actually, I need to yeah. make a note. Look at that. Live yeah. shopping. So we got all the fun stuff. And I tell you what, look, you can't stop bigots. You can't stop hate. You can't stop trolls. So is thread right before, now before the you best? move on though i want to say you're correct but i still encourage you if you feel free to punch a nazi so like yes, i still but what i was gonna say to that <laughs> yeah but what i was gonna say as far as the social media platform yeah right mm-hmm. now thread correct. is so much fun it is so much we're all done to the honeymoon we're you know having uh day sex you know we're all into it we're having that fun eventually we're going to be sleeping in separate houses, right? Like we're going to hate each other in due time. But for right now, Ooh, you know what I mean? We're just having that so good old time. I'm going to make this episode titled day sex. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Day sex is amazing. Yeah. You're all like, yeah. Oh, this is great. Yeah. Look at all the light, right? Like everything yeah, is great. Look, look we could, we should be doing things. We should be productive right now. It's the daytime, yeah. but instead we're having the sex. Yeah. yeah. And then you go out at night, you know, you're just in a club and people are putting fingers in holes they don't know about. And we're just all, you know, loving it. Bunch of liquids going everywhere. We don't know what it is, but we're having it. Yeah. You know right. I mean? Playing a game. Woo, you know what was what that mean? joke? Dan Cook said he's going to play a little game called Who's in My Mouth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just we're having that kind of time. But get in quick because, you know, the the shit's rolling downhill quickly yeah. quickly so the longer you, know. you wait in those waters the more murky yeah. they can get yes um <laughs> where are we going threads we're on threads <laughs> kind of forgot what i was talking about i was having flashbacks yeah. all right <laughs> threads god well, damn man military asked, days no all right <laughs> anyway yeah threads. So one thing yeah go ahead one thing you asked that i still haven't figured out and uh, hashtag tweet table about threads uh, i don't know if hashtags are a thing are hashtags a thing yeah. in threads? so listen people have been discussing like twitter is dying it's never look let's all be real with each other there's nothing especially with whomever's in charge there right whatever you may think about them there's nothing that's going to happen that's going to take twitter back to like its height of popularity and usage and relevancy right um the thing that sucks for wrestling fans is twitter's structure in its flow and its conversational format is the perfect structure for like live watching a thing and having an open conversation about it. I always equated it to like, we're all standing around at a party and mingling, right? Everybody's talking. So, but you can go over here and listen in on this conversation and chime in, or you can go over here. Right. And it's quick little like, bah, bah, bah. Oh, did you see that? Holy shit. Bam. He fucking hit him in the face. Hashtag mm-hmm. this thing that we're all watching. Right. Very easy. Not really replicated very well on, a, on like a Facebook or an Instagram or even a TikTok, right? Anything really. Mm-hmm. So there'd been no viable alternative, right? People were like, this new thing's coming out. It was Buzzsprout or whatever the fuck, like all these things. And no, nothing really stuck. When I heard Instagram is coming out with the, with the Twitter thing, I was like, uh-oh, right? Now there's some money and some R&D behind this thing. This isn't a startup. And boy... Man, I said they're going to get sued pretty quick here because this is a pretty near identical operation going on here, right? It flows the same way. It operates in largely the same way. There are a few differences here and there. but um, So we're there. We appreciate it now, like Tom said. Um, 
So if you're all looking for a place to make the jump and get off the dying boat that is Twitter, come hang out with us there. Now, we will put this out to the Table Nation. We're looking for Jeffrey Sills in the chat says Twitter is dead. We're looking for an alternative to a very integral portion of this show that we call hashtag tweet the table on Twitter. And we have some of those that we're going to read today where on Twitter, you can go use hashtag tweet the table and we'll read whatever you talked about in wrestling. When you used hashtag tweet the table right here on the show. Well, we're not going to hashtag tweet the table on threads, right? Is hashtags a thing? Obviously. I mean, you can put in a hashtag and I'm sure I could run a search for things that have that hashtag, but if that's the thing, community tag it's not a community tag where i can click on that word and then see the rest of the stuff so what sort of tag what sort of thing could we what unique thing could we put in that's short that you all could put into your threads and we could then say look jeffrey sills put in star x9 fuck me in the ass and whatever we determined it was right i think it'll be a little bit different than that right i think we'll shorten it right you have to shorten it a little bit but um, especially when you're anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, whatever the little tag is. Right. And did we tell you this show was not safe for work or not really safe for anything? I don't know if we uh, discussed that. Or we ain't safe for much. And, I'll tell you that yeah. much. Um, so, yeah. What would we do on the threads? But join us there now. It is at Spanish announced podcast, which is our Instagram handle. If you also follow us on there, we post reels there uh, of the news reels. there. If you're an Instagram person, uh, we, we are on the Facebook uh, we post some things there. If you're still hanging out there, the Twitter, we mentioned the TikTok, the YouTube's, the threads, but yeah, I'll get my personal thread going. Tom's got his already. So f- join us, follow us, have fun, hang out. Have fun. Uh, speaking of fun, the opposite of that is WWE. <laughs> oh, Tim. Yeah. And we got some hashtag tweet the tables as we get it. Oh, no, excuse me. I am out of order. I am fucking out of I order. I mean, we can do out that too. Order. We could do WWE. Doom, doom, doom. No, no, out of order. No. Before we talk about now, we uh, got to get in the time machine. Uh, we got to go way back. Oh, I'm we glad you do. mentioned that, Tom, because, yeah, we, you know, we're going to talk about what happened uh, in the near present, right? The just very recent past. But sometimes, we like to make sure that we uh, take a solid look back into the past, right, and, and get a good good grasp of what's happened in the past, so that we have a good foundation with which uh, to critique and judge the professional wrestling industry as we move forward, right? And so uh, we like to do that in our Spanish announced time machine, right? We like to go see it firsthand, and we go, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 we go. <laughs> Sorry, I worked that one up today. We go. So we can see what happened in pro wrestling history. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at it. I was like, let me see. I'll find a clock. Let's run them backwards. All right. It doesn't even have to be running backwards. I can turn it back. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go find out, Tom. We have a new week coming up, and we like to educate you if you're watching us live on some things that happen so that you can tell your friends, right? That you can be the cool person with the pro wrestling factoid of the day. And if you don't catch it live, you can catch it throughout the week as we'll post them on social media on their appropriate day. Tom, are you ready to go? Back in time. <laughs> I keep wanting to dance. Yeah. I should like leave the, the song yeah. going on. I looked on the song on the official video. I was like, is there anything funny that happens? And yes, but it's only funny because it's like eighties weird. And I was like, I don't know. It's going to look weird here. Right. I was like, now nah, I got to make a graphic for this fucking thing. So we can go. Back in time. <laughs> see what happened in pro wrestling history. Tom, 
July 10th, 1988. Okay. You were a young Thomas, right? A young TJ. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep, yep, yep. The Great American Bash was held in Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard retained the NWA World Tag Team Championships after wrestling mm-hmm. to a 20-minute time limit draw against Nikita Koloff and Sting. Bobby Eaton mm-hmm. and Stan Lane, the Midnight Express, defeated Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers, the Fantastics, the to win Fantastics. the Fantastics, to win the NWA United States Tag Team Championships, while Jim Cornette was suspended above the ring in a cage. Right? Oh, okay. Yep. I was thinking the scaffolding, but that was with good uh, 80s stuff. Good 80s mm-hmm. stuff, right? Animal Hawk. Which one? That was Hawk. Ron Mm -hmm. Garvin, Jimmy Garvin, and Steve Williams defeated Al Perez, Ivan Koloff, Kevin Sullivan, Mike Rotunda, and the Russian Assassin in a Tower of Doom cage match. Okay. Mm -hmm. Barry Windham retained the NWA United States Championship in a match against Dusty Rhodes. Rick Flair retained the NWA World Heavyweight Championship okay. in a match against Alex Luger after what controversial finish? I mean, it, it, like I don't know how to say it, like how they said it, but mm-hmm. I'm thinking like a screwy referee stop it, like a like a disqualification you stop it or sort of yeah you're almost there yeah so luger had flair up in his torture rack right he's got that fucking he's racking it right uh full of torture right extra torture in the rack but a representative this is great you know about this of the maryland athletic commission stepped in to stop the bout due to profuse blood loss by luger and awarded the win to flair Lame. Was the that legit? <laughs> but do you think that was legit? No, Maybe. I didn't go. That's what I'm. I didn't have time to go. Let me fix my little camera here as we're doing this live. I didn't have time to go look and see if that was like all gimmicked up or if that was like a thing and they ran with it, it or whatever. Feels... I'm sure it was gimmicked up. Uh, yeah. I didn't know like what the storyline was after that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Lex Luger coming up short. Get on the threads and hashtag, you know, star back, you know, up, down, ass fucker, whatever we said it was, right? And let us know oh, yeah, what day the sex. answer is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hashtag day hashtag sex. You know day what I mean? sex. Yes. Yeah. We could start that. I think I'm down yeah. for that. Hashtag day sex. Yeah. It's easy to type. You know what I mean? Listen, I'm going to have to filter through a few pictures, right? Once in a while to make sure we get appropriate stuff for the show. But, you know, once in a while, it's like they're wrestling. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not right there wrestling in this video. It's an enjoyable reference. Clearly wrestling, wrestling, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Let's let's go a little bit and see what happens. Like that. July 11th, 2010. TNA Victory Road was held in Orlando, Florida. Doug Williams retained the X Division Championship over Brian Kendrick in an Ultimate X match. Hernandez defeated Matt Morgan in a steel cage match. Love that Matt Morgan guy, right? I hate all of this. (laughs) 
<laughs> Jay Lethal defeated Ric Flair via submission. Alex Shelley and Chris Saban, the Motor City Machine Guns, defeated James Storm and Robert Roode, beer money, to win the vacant TNA World Tag Team Championships. Ooh, okay. Rob Van Dam retained the TNA World Heavyweight Championship in a four-way match against Abyss, Jeff Hardy, and Minister Anderson. Yeah, I almost said Kennedy, too. <laughs> And Angelina Love saved her career, Tom, while simultaneously winning the TNA Knockouts Championship when she won a career versus title match against which wrestler? The only one that I can think of that is like the face of that division and really the start of the revolution, in my opinion, Gail Kim. Mm, oh, cool. what? You- nope, it's not oh. Gail Kim. Mm-mm. Is it Velvet Sky? It's not Velvet Sky. It's your favorite. It's not Jeff Jarrett. It's not Jeff Jarrett. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, it's it's a Madison Rain. It's Madison Rain. Yes. <laughs> like, man, as we're, we're looking up Jeff Jarrett things, we might as well check in on Madison Rain. And see yeah, what's going old, on. <laughs> yeah, good old foot face. See how she's doing, huh? Foot face. She got a foot for a face. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jeffrey Sills in the chat says, I randomly find myself singing on this day. <laughs> I like that. Maybe now also it'll be. I, right. I got to know what that song is too. Is that That's what it's called? Chewy Lewis in, in the news. I don't know if it's called back in time or if it's another song, but remember, I think they used it in, um, uh, back to the future. Maybe we don't Probably. fact check here. Right. We don't fact check. Not I mean, we urge people to fact check in their daily lives. We think it's very like we think we think it's important for you. It's exhausting for us for this show, right? And it's a show, right? So we're not going to fact check on the show, right? It's you fact pro check wrestling. for us. Yeah, and you it's use pro wrestling. The hashtag day sex on threads. Yeah, yeah, oh, you think, <laughs> yeah. You you think we're really going to take this serious when we've got undead wizards and brothers that are coming out of fires yeah. wearing fucking masks? Like, yeah. come on, we have a Luchasaurus. Yeah, we got a goddamn dinosaur as a champion. Like, we're not taking it serious. Yeah. So yeah. shut up a little bit. Yeah, shut up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You had a little more day sex. You wouldn't be this way, right? That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. All right, let's hop back in the time machine and go and see what happened. July 12th, 2016. Okay. TNA Impact Destination X was held in Orlando, Florida. DJ Z defeated Andrew Everett. Braxton Sutter. Whatever that is. Mandrews, Rockstar Spud, and Trevor Lee in a ladder match to determine the number one contender for the X Division Championship. Sienna retained the TNA Impact Knockouts Championship in a four-way match against Gail Kim, Jade, and Marty Bell. Hey! Show. Marty Bell. Love Marty Bell. Drew Galloway and Ethan Carter III's unsanctioned match resulted in a no contest draw. I don't get that what? one. What? Apparently they had to pull them apart, but I don't get why you had to pull them apart. It was an unsanctioned it's fight. Unsanctioned. Like we, God, get, sometimes wrestling just there. gets in their way. Remember we used to say TNA was the type of company with finger paint the house? Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's mm-hmm. exactly kind of right there, right there, right there. All right. 
the main event saw a title versus title match pitting TNA X Division champion Eddie Edwards against TNA World Heavyweight champion Bobby Lashley end in a no contest draw when Mike Bennett interrupted the match to debut a man that would proceed to destroy Lashley, Edwards, and Davey Richards. Tom, who was that man? Fuck, I don't know. Important deal. Important deal over there in Impact. Hmm? You motherfucker. It's Jeff Jarrett. No, it's not Jeff Jarrett. No. <laughs> well, you're great enough. Oh, my God. It's Jim Jarrett. Yeah. No. No. PTSD with Jeff yeah. Jarrett. Yeah, I know. That would be um, fun if Mike Bennett's like, I'm going to bring in the equalizer. It's yeah, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett with the guitar. beats up all three guys. I am going to. Okay, so he brings in an equalizer. Mm-hmm. Is it Abyss? No, not Abyss. Who nope. is it? I don't know. It is Moose. It was the oh, debut of Moose. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize he's been with TNA that long. Yeah, right. 2016? Yeah, and now he signed like a seven-year deal, I think, something like that recently. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That Which was in the news, by the way. Sign up on SpanishNounceTable.net, completely free. Uh, or Come just on. subscribe to the podcast. You get the news there daily as well. Yeah. Moose. Moose. Moose is an intense dude. He's been at it for a while. Yeah, right. Well, I get it. All right. All right. Okay. Let's go. Back in time. See what happened. July 13th, 1997. Oh, we're getting good here. WCW Bash at the Beach was held in Daytona Beach, Florida. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Chris Jericho retained the Cruiserweight Championship in a match against Ultimo Dragon. Good days. I remember these. The Steiner Brothers defeated Masa Chono and the great Muta. Randy Savage and Scott Hall defeated Kurt Hennig and Diamond Dallas Page. Felt like an odd grouping. Mm. That was when he was a good guy before he right. uh, joined and then joined the NWO. Right. Roddy Piper defeated Ric Flair via a sleeper hold. Good job. Mm-hmm. Good. Lex Luger and the Giant defeated Hulk Hogan and Dennis Rodman in the main event. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Hell uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. And Steve Mongo McMichael with his wife Deborah McMichael ringside lost you, his chance you're a piece at of winning shit. the United <laughs> States Championship in a match against which wrestler? You're a piece of shit. Goddamn Jeff Jarrett. Comes it is again. Jeff Jarrett. Keeping a tight grip on that WCW United States title. Oh, oh man. <laughs> That was a that was like prime Jeff Jarrett when he was him, oh, Mongo yeah. and Deborah and the four horsemen and is he a horseman? Is he not a horseman? Mongo doesn't think he should, that but was he the thinks height he of should. Jeff Jarrett right yeah. there. Just trying to be yeah. Ric Flair, but all the day sex for Jeff Jarrett. All right then. the day sex. All yeah. the day sex. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett feels like a guy who's always after some day sex. I'll tell you that. Like he's always... Jeff Jarrett feels like a guy who's afraid of day sex. Like he feels like a guy that you got to schedule time with. Like, God, wait a minute. Let me get pumped up for this one here. I don't know. This is spontaneous. What the hell are we doing here? All right. No. <laughs> Sting's about that scorpion death lock right in the morning. You know what I mean? What? Huh? What? What up? Got you just that. whips up a scorpion death lock in the morning. And just, yeah. Just run some tap, tap, tap. tap. Oh. Good tap. All right. <laughs> some eggs and some scorpion. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm saying? Hurry up, I'm gonna get the fucking kids to private school. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not that kind of, it's not an it's a, it's a it's a scorpion deadlock you know what i mean it's not right, a sharpshooter right. yeah, we're not killing true. people that's here. true yeah we're not angry with it like, yeah. <laughs> ah, goldberg i bet you he says that during sex don't you he just randomly goldberg god i hope not that would be weird that would be ah, weird he's yeah. obsessed with him yeah he probably says it his feels- own name during sex well, it feels like Bret Hart will always be obsessed with someone. So for the longest time, obviously it was Shawn Michaels, but then they buried the hatchet. And then I think it's in poor taste for him to still hold on to that grudge. So that's when he's pivot to Goldberg. If Goldberg like saves kids from a fire or something like that, like Bret Hart won't know what to do with himself. He'll be like, ah, Triple H. Or, like he'll just fucking say someone's name and hate that person for well, whatever like reason. here's the thing man like vince mcmahon is right there just hate on that guy right like yeah i've never understood when it was like the guy who said i don't want to pay your contract go to wcw you're like no that guy's fine he's he doing everything he's... he could <laughs> yeah fuck out of here just say vince all the time god damn yeah just fucking anyhow bret hart right. sucks what are all we right. talking about one last one we got and we'll see what happens july 14th 2013 wwe money in the bank was held in philadelphia pennsylvania the shield members roman reigns and seth rollins retained the wwe tag team championships over the usos Mm. curtis axel with paul Heyman ringside defeated the miz to retain mm-hmm. the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. AJ Lee, with Biggie Langston ringside, defeated Caitlin to retain the mm-hmm. WWE Divas Championship. Mm-hmm. Alberto Del Rio defeated Dolph Ziggler via disqualification to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. Yep. Randy Orton defeated Christian, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Rob Van Dam, and Sheamus to win the Money in the Bank contract for the WWE Championship. And which wrestler defeated Antonio Cesaro, Cody Rhodes, Dean Ambrose, Fandango, Jack Swagger, and Wade Barrett to win the Money in the Bank contract for the World Heavyweight Championship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the best Money in the Bank briefcase of all time. It was leather-bound. It looked mm. nice. Damien Sandow. Fucking Damien Sandow. God damn it. I was so I was I was so marked out. I was they had me. I thought he was fucking winning it. I thought they were gonna do it. And they fucking pulled up lane. Was he the first one to not do or was he like second, I think, to like unsuccessfully? I think uh, it was Cena one was of the, the early. One. It was one of the early Cena, ones. Yeah, I think it yeah, was Cena. Cena was yeah. first. Is like okay, anyone. It's okay if anyone does it. And then it was him. And then it was um, Baron Corbin. I think those were the only three. Um, well, then I, I thought, guess Austin man, Theory. I thought, as well. it, I thought it was happening. I was fucking yeah. marking out. Fucking. Well, and I remember because texting you. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. Is you text me? He's cashing in, and I was at I don't know Target or something like that, and I was like, man, Tim is loving this shit, and then he lost it. We have a masked mauler in the chat here says, whatever happened to Axel? I don't know whatever happened to Curtis asshole or Curtis Axel. Excuse me. I think, isn't he just training? I think he's just training wrestlers. I don't know. 
I said Sandow sucked. I thought early Sandow was good with the Cody Rhodes stuff, right? When they were doing the, like, Distinguished Gentleman or whatever that thing was, right? Yeah. That stuff was great. And then it all fell off real fast after all that. Well, then he did the um, Mizdow. Then he was Mizdow for a while. Yeah, that And sucked. that was okay, but that wasn't – yeah, I would say that's one of those things where it's a moment in time. Where in the moment, you're like, this is so much fun. And then now, you're like, hey, let's go back and watch it. You're like, okay, like – yeah. What? What? It but, was comedic relief at the time. But when it was, it was Cody with the mustache and then him with like the genius ripoff yes. thing. Yeah, that shit was cool. I like that. That was fun. But yep. Mass Mahler, are they new? Are you uh, new to I the table? So. Mass Mahler, what's up? They, Stay around. Okay, yeah, hang out. Join us. Yeah. Yeah, oh, keep oh, talking. Oh, we, love, we love new wrestling friends. So, yeah, that, Tom, that was, our, back in time. that was our trip back in time there. Uh, yeah, I had fun with that. Yeah. Well, speaking of WWE, because we don't really cover it, Mass Smaller, just to let you know if you're staying around, but we do talk about what you want to talk well, about. Yeah, exactly and right. again, before it dies a slow death, which it looks like it's already started, Twitter has uh, hashtags, and we do hashtag tweet the table, and we've got to about the WWE. Yeah. Talk about that. Uh, at dub or at AUC Cata, excuse me, says, Why is it the old WWE title that Heyman is carrying has Brock Lesnar's side plates on it instead of Reigns' side plates? Well, hold on, side note, Cata, yeah, fucking Cata, <laughs> yeah. man, it's been a while. This here from yeah. yes, yeah. that takes me back to the radio days, yeah, hell yeah, Cata, yeah, you're the fucking man, He's the best. and also. Yeah, what a fucking dumb thing, huh? You can't even update the side plate. Like, no one's grabbing the belt and be like, you know what? Yeah, what that this means is, is right. that's the, like, secondary prop one that they have, like, in the trunks around Gorilla. And they're like, Paul, take these. Like, you don't need to fucking, the other ones are heavy, right? And so he does that and nobody checked the side plates. The only thing that I can think that maybe the reason they're actually doing it is he conquered Brock Lesnar to unify the titles, right? So he actually took Brock Lesnar's title. My thing, though, is now we've got three fucking titles, but he's only one champion. So you got Paul Heyman with both these fucking things, and then you got Roman with his, and it's like, no, it you bugged me. The point was he unified the brand titles. Then you went, well, there's a new brand title, and he's just this title now. And it went, no, no, then you just took one brand title away from him. <laughs> like you exactly. Didn't, yeah. You didn't, like, make a new title. Like, I hate that. No, you just you just took a title away from him. It yeah. was the weirdest thing to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked when he held both because it showed, like, I'm over both of these shows. It looked a little bit cooler than just having the one title. Uh, but now with three and it's only one champion, it just looks so stupid. Yeah. It just all around looks dumb. Uh, Mass Mahler says, what do you think of the new NXT underground? Uh, I fucking love it. I hope underground sticks around and they declare champion. Are they doing the, the, it's that raw underground thing there in NXT. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yeah. yet. Are they doing it any better than the raw one? It clearly doesn't it's, have cocaine Shane. Yeah. It doesn't there, have cocaine right? Shane in it. So that's, that's one of the reasons why it's not catching on. Right, there's no yeah. women. There's no women of the night just hanging around dancing to no hey, music. Listen, we might want to roll the dice with cocaine Shane on this down there in NXT. I'll, I mean, it's USA, look, right? I mean, come on. Well, here, look, roll the dice anytime with cocaine, see what happens. But Apparently, responsibly apparently you can do it in the white house yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah responsibly um 
But yeah, get, I think it's good for guys who are Uber athletes that don't know what's going on yet. And so the first one I got to, I watched, it was Gable Stevenson and he got in there and he's fucking he got no promo chops, everything. but he can fucking make an yeah. elbow to the face. Well, no, Look. he's throwing people. He's right. throwing people gotcha. like Brock Lesnar, just everything. Cause I mean, he's a wrestler, right? Like, right. So he's Suplex note. city in there. Yeah. Side note, uh, go watch. There's limited footage, but go watch, uh, Brock Lesnar and Gable Stevenson wrestling at the university of Minnesota. Yeah. All right. You find out Brock Lesnar's not the fucking man pretty quick. Okay. And it's pretty impressive. Well, yeah, age gets to everybody, man. You know? Well, I mean, Gable Stevenson's a gold medalist. Even, but yeah, that's what I mean. Like, even an old orangutan gets bested by a young orangutan Mm -hmm. at some point. You know what I mean? Like, you can be more than human, but there's other more than human types that are coming behind you. Right. But so I, I like it for that. And I definitely like it in NXT where. The thing with NXT that I think they need to double down on is just don't be what we've called SmackDown in the past, Diet Raw. Don't just do... Yeah, I don't want just a yellow brand. Right. Yeah, do different things. And so if Raw Underground, or whatever we're calling it, NXT Underground, is your thing, let's do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, let's let's make it function. Like, I, I caught it one time for a while. Like, I liked when they had Regal running things as the GM. I know they kind of can't contractually do that right now, but, like, it felt different, right? They presented it as such. It's like, I'm running the fucking developmental league, and you're causing goddamn problems, right? And he was, like, checking in with everybody every day, and, like, it almost, like, kick you out of school almost. Like, it, it felt like a little different presentation right now. Um, I've kind of fallen off of the NXT for a while, so I, I might check this out to see what this underground is like. Jeffrey Sills talking about uh, WWE in the chat says that Ricochet and Logan Paul spot to the table was crazy as fuck. Man, the Ricochet and Logan Paul stuff is like, again, I, when I see it, I'm like, man, takes a gifted athlete to do these things, right? Um, it, it does, and they are gifted athletes, right? They got fucking 12 packs, like, like the hips don't lie, but like, to me, it's it's just that, right? It's 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 just back to that where I'm just like, okay, where's it feels like the Kofi spot in Royal Rumble now, right? Where it's like Logan Paul shows up, we got to get a ricochet. They fucking jump from the goddamn parking lot into each other, right? Like we got to get one of those spots in. Yeah, uh, I've got. Okay, must pose. Th- well, yeah. Well, I got my thoughts on moves when we get to AEW Dynamite, and it well, they don't matter. Ties- well. It matters if you make it matter and I'll, I'll get into it a little bit more. I don't want to, I don't want to spill the beans too early, but what I will say is yes, it was a crazy spot. Yeah. That's what I'll say. All right. Uh, what's the next tweet table we got? Uh, the other tweet, the table we've got uh, is from uh, uh, at the rebel tricker, big Josh. Oh my house. God. Yeah, this is like this? a blast in the past. Oh it's almost hey, man. Well, yeah. He says, ha, ha. so, Bailey is in the judgment day now, huh? Lol. Hashtag tweet the table. And yeah, Kata and Big Josh, first of all, before we jump into this Bailey topic, long time fans, listeners, members of the Table Nation. And we've been doing this for new listeners. Uh, Matt Smaller, I don't know if you're new to the show here and some other new listeners for about 10 years coming up in a couple weeks here. So we urge any old listeners, any new listeners, send us something, an MP4, email to tableshow at gmail.com. Same place you can send the MP4s or something, or an MP3 or something, right? Just tell us something about some fond memories you may have of 10 years of the Spanish Announce Table, and we'll read or play some of those on the 10-year yep. episode coming up here in a couple of weeks. So get those out now. Tableshow at gmail.com. Send us something. Send a clip. Make sure you put somewhere in the subject something that my dumb brain can catch and be like, hey, 
I can use this on, on the 10 year anniversary. Yeah, definitely. Now here's my question. Cause I didn't actually catch this live. Was this uh, Samantha or was this Mike Rowe who said it? You don't know. Neither do I. Here's what I'll say. Uh, I asked you this question last night because Samantha, I think her name is Samantha, right? Samantha Irvin is the announcer's name. Yeah. Dana, the lady that's, she's enga- yeah. well, she's engaged to Ricochet. That's how I also know her. Um, yeah. She also did I, some, okay, that one. I don't know what her name is. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. She did some competition. I think it is Samantha something. I think it is. Yeah. So I sent you a clip where she's doing the winner is, and it. I don't like it. I don't like yeah. it because it's distracting, right? It doesn't make it classic. So, for example, when uh, the clip that I sent you, I think it was Chelsea Green. It was Sonia Deville and Chelsea Green. Yeah. And so the way she says it was, and your winners, Sonia Deville and Chelsea Green. Yeah, she totally changes the, yeah. Which is like kind of fine in the moment, but historically, let's just say Chelsea Green. I don't know, but let's just say Chelsea Green fucking skyrockets to Charlotte Changes Flair gimmick, level. right? She becomes yeah. the, the new version of the man, Becky Lynch, right? Exactly. Yeah. So let's say this version of her wins a title, women's title, tag title, whatever. When we go to show her career, you're going to hear, and Chelsea Green, and it's like, who the fuck is talking? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, you got to leave that one on the editing floor. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have, I'm not saying she doesn't do good. She does a good job. She has a good voice, speaking voice, uh, an announcing voice, but she, it's too much of a caricature of an announcer. I want more of a classic. This will be played for the, you know, throughout the history of time, you know, not a moment in time. It's 2023. Haha. <laughs> Chelsea Green, like, or Gunther, like, just fucking say the names. You know what I mean? That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. You're not the story. The wrestlers are the story. It's kind of like a dork over there in uh, AEW. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Justin What's Roberts. It? Yeah. Yeah. Now, and again, far be it for me. Listen, they are on the grandest stage, and I'm not. But whenever I would do ring announcing, uh, you know, the few times I did it, yeah, that was my goal. Like I tried to, I not mimic anybody that I've heard before, but also like not do anything to be that ridiculous, right? Like you just had to sound the part, right? And not, yeah, well, yeah right. <laughs> well, and I also think going to the announcer kind of uh, rant here, I think people are thinking because Bruce Buffer and the UFC is such a staple of the UFC. They're saying, well, I want to be the staple yeah. of WWE, AEW. And it's no, like, yeah, there are people who legitimately like get excited when Bruce Buffer walks out. Those people have small brains. So like, just yeah. fucking do the Usually job. the idea, and it, this is what I gather too from, you know, the promoter side, you know, you over there from the hiring is like, you treated that like the referee role. It's like, hey, the more people notice you, the worse of a job you're doing here. Yeah. Do right? not, <laughs> like yeah. when you're not saying the things or yeah. and for example, like we're talking about the announcer thing because someone messed up, right? Yeah. Like that's when and to me messing up is well there was also a feel i got from the promoters of like listen man we already battle this idea of legitimacy here so and professionalism like this or like not being professionalism so like fucking be a professional like i had to tell one of your fighters like 
no, I can't just call you tick, tick, boom. No, I need to announce your fucking name, right? Like, mm-hmm. no, yep. your real name will be said. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, is that that's our WWE talk? Yeah, we that is our WWE, WWE talk. Again, we will talk about whatever you want to talk about. We don't follow WWE all that much. So if you have WWE questions for us, that's fun because we got to catch up, right? And we want to stay abreast, right? We do, you know, we don't want to be completely clueless, but man, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot to watch, and right now we just think AEW is more fun overall. So we watch it, uh, and you know, some other things that we you know think about the personalities that own and operate WWE <laughs> at large. Uh, but that's a different yeah. time. Maybe join us on Threads for maybe discussions about that. Maybe, uh-huh. um, but, <laughs> but yeah. So we like to talk about AEW. So before we get into AEW Dynamite that happened last night, which is usually what we break down and kind of go more in depth on. Collision is this new show, right? We, we kind of like the Collision. We felt like it had a different feel, but yet, man, I'm worried it's going the Rampage route, right? It's just kind of like, uh, here's some here's some exhibition matches. It's kind of what it feels like. And, and to to defend them a little bit in this regard, most new shows do this, right? AEW Dynamite had this a little bit. Now, Chris Jericho came right out of the jump and said, we've got the inner circle. The inner circle's taking over. So that was your first real angle, you know, and then people followed suit after that. Go back to NXT. When NXT changed the format from veteran to rookie to then this weekly show, there was a lot of Bray Wyatt just beat some person. Seth Rollins has crazy hair and beat Jinder Mahal. Like, it wasn't really anything, you know? So I've been wanting to do collision recaps, 10 minutes, five minutes, somewhere in there, five to 15 minutes, something like that, just to give you some extra content. And I have thoughts. So I like to say them out out loud for myself, if anything. Um, But it's been difficult because when Miro just beats local enhancement talent or there's tournament matches, which tournament matches are cool in, in like a setting up the show but there's not really a lot of meat on the bone to get on a microphone and be like, so Ricky Starks beat the uh, rock hard juice Robinson. Now he moves on. And it's once we get there, it's fun to talk about, but not get, you know, not getting there. So that's all to say, I think we've done three weeks of this, right. Of collision. We've got our first really marquee matchup. Actually, we got two of them, I believe. So on the lower end of the, of the marquee matchup, you got a, a reignited feud with Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks, former members of Team Taz, locking horns again. That should be fun. But I think the real marquee here is two men of a certain age getting in the ring after, was it 17 years, 18 years? Uh, Samoa Joe and CM Punk. So, Tim, I've got two questions for you. One are you excited about this matchup of two men of a certain age wrestling each other? And two, not that it's necessarily important because, again, it's your entertainment, my entertainment, but how do you think this will be received or anticipated from the bigger IWC? You're going to get a mixed reaction. CM Punk brings the John Cena response right of the like some people love him some people hate him and there's no in between um i personally i don't think i hate the guy right um like eh, maybe may i hate the you know like some of what he brings to the to the table here but um 
I'm worried about this match, right, from that regard, as you said, of their age doing this. But they're going to do a lot of these, like, throwbacks to their entire feud and career, you know, rivalry, right? So the folks who grew up watching that ROH followed them along through their entire careers and know the history between these two it will probably be a masterpiece for those folks, right? And they will think it's the greatest thing that's been on TV in a while. And then the rest of us will be like, yeah, that was okay. <laughs> that's how this is going to go down, right? I So um, I actually think this is what I think. I think we've always talked about how your uh, when your best friends in a wrestling match, you tend to hit each other a little harder, right? Yeah. Triple H said that about yeah, his yeah. matches with Shawn Michaels. Now, I do not know if Samoa Joe and CM Punk are best friends. However, they have had a friendship for a very long time. Both parties here, CM Punk and Samoa Joe, have been very complimentary or tongue-in-cheek. We're going to get in there and fight each other again, pal, right? So, breaking the fourth wall, I think they like each other, yeah, right? sure. So, I think there's going to be a little bit of, I can lay this in. He'll be fine with it. And I think we may see a little bit of a- so they can go slower, oh, but go hard. Right. A little bit of a Walter Sheamus kind of, of vibe. Or think of, um, remember Undertaker, Triple H, Cage, right? Yeah. Both are old. Boom, both are well past the prime. But that match was like, yeah. you know, when you watch back, you're like, Jesus, guys. <laughs> Slow yeah. Down. So I think, I think there's going to be more of that than maybe anticipated going in. I think they know that this is important. I think one of the wrestlers well, they in this want match, this to be a bow on on their thing. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. I think one of the wrestlers in this match is wanting to stick it to another group of wrestlers in this company. So I think that yeah. person may be going above and beyond. Now, here's the caveat. I've I've mentioned it. Men of a certain age. These are not twenty year olds. They're not Logan Paul and Ricochet, right? right. Also, and I have said this since day one, and I will say it until I see otherwise, but CM Punk is the most unathletic wrestler to ever be famous. <laughs> They're unathletic wrestlers, but never got to a main event spot. He did. And at, least be, at least be this famous for s- such a sustained amount of time. Yeah. Right. He, like this is one of 15 minutes of fame. This wasn't Ellsworth. Right. right. Like what we're talking about. We're talking about decade long career. Yeah. With this on athletics. Yeah. Yeah. He has two left feet. He can't get out of his way. When he jumps and does the macho man elbow, he gets lost in the air. Looks Yoko like Yokozuna was more athletic than this guy. I mean, uh, probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, so with that being said, I think if you're going hard and trying to push it to the limit, but you don't have the skill set, you might see a crash and burn. So, for all that being said, I anticipate this to be memorable. Whether that's good or bad, I guess we're all going to yeah. find out that part. Well, here's what I'll say to, uh, again, uh, hire us, Tony, uh, uh, Tim and Tom, if you're looking for, uh, you know, if you like to hire podcasters. Um, I, I understand you've put a lot of into this of like, we're going to do Punk versus Joe at, at Collision, right? Everybody will tune in. I, they might give you, what you said, Tom, the fucking match uh, uh, of the year. Right, they might throw something down. Everybody be like, "Wow!" Like, I hope you are writing and planning for the next collision off of that. Right, that's where the money is made. Right, that will be what people go like. The the mistake is made. People go like, 
we were going to put Punk versus Joe so people will tune in. No, no. When people see what happened on Punk versus Joe is where, gonna where people in. are going to yeah. tune in. You got to be thinking about that. Now, with all that being said, I know how this ends. Do you know how it ends? Uh. Jay White cost CM Punk the match. Samoa Joe advances. Ricky Starks wins on the other side of the bracket, beating Powerhouse Hobbs. You get Ricky Starks versus Samoa Joe in the final. Then at the next AEW pay-per-view, you get Jay White versus CM Punk. Isn't it great? You don't think, you don't think CM Punk is winning the uh, the fucking Owen Hart now, thing, right? Like here's the, here's the that, coolest right? story, though. Here's the coolest story from what they've been telling already on the show. Because Ricky Starks and CM Punk have been buddy-buddy. Well, now all of a sudden, let's see how they're buddy-buddy when they're in the finals against each other. That's interesting. I yeah. think they want to do Jay White, CM Punk. Uh, so that's why Mass Muller says, I met Punk when he was in WWE, and he was so cool and just hung out talking about ROH for 30 minutes or more. That is a pretty neat experience, man. Um, Mass Muller also said uh, that he hadn't really been a big fan of AEW, mostly old-timers from WWE, but then asked, do you think MJF will shop or jump ship after his AW contract. And you kind of chimed in and said, I hope not. And I hope not for that same reason you're pointing out there, Matt Smaller, because I, I don't want it just old timers from WWE, which I think is a little bit, a bit of a misnomer. Like everybody's been in WWE in this day and age, right? They were so big. Everybody's been there. Mm-hmm. But I think that's kind of poor of what it is, but no, I do like some of that homegrown non WWE idea. That's why I want MJF to stand there. And um, this, I kind of even, even though I wouldn't say Punk, I mean Punk was a WWE guy, and but Samoa Joe, we don't even really think of as a WWE guy, even though he spent some time there. Like I, I even feel this is kind of like, yeah, it's some old timers, guys, right? I, like I'd rather move on with our Hangman's and mm-hmm. our Ricky Starks, Ricky Starks and, yeah. and those kind of things, yeah. And yeah, stick with um, us, Mass Mahler. If you haven't been into AW, man, we'll get you there because we love it and we'll talk about some of the greatness of it. We'll also point out its flaws. There are there are plentiful of flaws. We like to point those out too. Yeah. Um, so with Collision, I, I'm excited to see what happens. Mm-hmm. I think they got some ways to go, but I think this is the episode where we need to start going from wasn't that fun to, hey, we got some stories. Because yes. the thing that they, th- this is what works for them and d- doesn't work for them. And I've seen this a lot online where, oh, their ratings are down. They're going to compete with all this stuff, which is 100% true. However, I, another man of a certain age, am more willing to go to a wrestling show on a Saturday night rather than a Wednesday night. Right. And so that part I think is what they can use on the television. If they make it to be, this is a party you want to be a part of. Then I'll come into your town next week. Then we're good. Then the ratings can be kind of good. Yeah. But if you're, if you're killing it at the gate. Yeah. And, but if you're selling Yeah. That's the key. I make it a party. There was an old remember Ted DiBiase Jr. For a bit, he was trying to run a gimmick where it was, yeah, you know, the guy who's going to end up in prison here. He was trying to run a bit where he was going to do tailgating at WWE events. Start making it a thing where if we think, like, I got to go to this thing because this is where all the cool shit goes down. Fucking Luchasaurus came out and was chugging beers with the fucking crowd, right? Like, make it a fucking party, right? Like, Like, let's make it a destination event. Have that playoff on TV, right? Like you said, and then you'll make, you know, make it an, a, a, exactly what I said, a destination event. Yeah. Here's what I do real quick. We're going to get into dynamite in just a second. I know we're running a little long, but we'll get there. Uh, this is what I would do. Use social media to your advantage. Just like you said, Luchasaurus is, they're doing a tailgate. Luchasaurus comes out and chugs a beer. Fucking keg put, stand that, and, yeah. put that on your TikTok, yeah. right? 
put all this stuff that you're not going to see on TV yeah. that happens at collision. And then it yeah. becomes, oh shit, really? Because like, then you make it, all right, so you have Saturday Night's All Right for fighting, right? But then you also make it like Saturday Night's All Right for tailgating. Saturday Night's All Right for, you know what I mean? Partying. Fucking throwing the football, right? You got these guys throwing around, or Saturday Night's All Right for partying, right? They're doing this. Saturday Night's mm-hmm. All Right for dancing. You got the girls doing sexy dancing at the fucking event at the party or whatever, right? Like, you make it and a, guys. A, a thing, right? Make Saturday Night's Collision AW the fucking hip, cool place to be. Yeah, yeah, because I think one thing is if you don't put it on television, but you put it on TikTok, you put it on Thread, you put it on Twitter, you put it on Facebook, whatever it is, it becomes a thing that's like, oh, I can't, I, I want to touch that, right? Like, I want to, I'm not there. It's like, it's not being presented to me on TV, which is like, well, present present yourself, right? TV is like a, what do you have for me? Where social media is like, right. dude, you didn't see that? And you're like, oh man, I didn't. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're coming in three weeks. I got to see that. Well, by know? nature, it's generally from phone. So you're up closer, right? It's not this like production. It just feels yeah. more real. Uh, yes. I think highlight a bunch of that stuff. Make it the thing. Uh, because yeah, right now I treat it in Rampage like it can be on in the back. It's like the white noise, right? It's on in the background while I got other things going on. I'm doing some other stuff. I need the stories well, to make me want to like put all the other things aside and watch the TV. So I think the biggest problem with Rampage, and we've talked about this a lot, and actually uh, Friday night's their 100th episode, which means CM Punk's been back in wrestling for 100 weeks because remember the debut episode was his return. 100 weeks of Punk. Yeah. He was uh, not injured for what, 40 of them? <laughs> yeah. So I think the biggest thing that Rampage runs into, and it – anything where you're trying to do pro wrestling is it's not live. If these dorks who read the spoilers see that whatever beat, whatever, then they don't tune in. But if you don't know, you're going to get better ratings and then you're going to get a better product. So that's my rant. Now let's transition. We had a W dynamite last night and Tim, did we have a fun one to start off the show? We had and I'm not going to say this right, probably, but it's the blind tag team eliminator tournament of champion contenders or whatever the yes. fuck rolls. Right. It's a fun time. concept, but it's not a fun name, right. but we had partners, orange Cassidy and Darby Allen taking on former friends, former tag champs, now bitter rivals, swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. So, Tim, before we get into all the fun spots here, what did you think generally of this match? I was most intrigued by that idea of, like, well, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. Huh? We keep flirting with this contentious relationship. We're, we're definitely not making sure we stay away from it, mm-hmm. but we're definitely not doing something with it. And I still don't get the feel that we're doing something with it, even after this maybe not nothing too in depth yeah so before so before the match even started we went backstage earlier in the day and darby allen basically said hey keith lee don't be a bitch tonight keith lee's like you are very bold to say that little man and so when this match starts god damn does keith lee throws darby allen into the eighth row just said see you and then that motherfucker his paint flew off his face as he was in the air. He was going so fast. He gets thrown around. Orange Cassidy comes in. He does his, oh, isn't this fun little chops? And then Keith Lee's like, motherfucker, this is the chop. Puts his hand through his chest. And 
kind of like what it was last week with the uh, six man tag. This was a showcase for Keith Lee to be like, remember how fucking cool Keith Lee is? And you're like, yeah, he is fucking cool. Now, Swerve Strickland also held his own in this. He had the fun jump kicks. I think one time he jumped off of Keith Lee's back to sidekick Orange Cassidy, I think it was, in the head, stuff like that. You also had that kind of friction where uh, I remember one point Keith Lee was uh, down on the mat and Prince Nana was just laughing at him like, you yeah. feel like an idiot, you know? You had Keith Lee powerbomb. They did the doomsday device, except for he powerbombed Swerve Strickland. Uh, so Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen pick up the victory here. The thing that I agree with you is like, we have these two guys, Swerve and Keith Lee around each other, but perfect example of like, what the fuck are we doing is so they lose this match and Swerve just goes off. And yeah. then Keith Lee is like, Hey, Darby and Orange, like good match. That was, yeah. that was a good job. And it was like, so it wasn't like, this is why we sucked as a tag team. You're a bitch, right? He didn't do nothing. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. Nothing. So, I don't know what we're doing. I hope we do something. Or, but... or just don't. I Just don't or do, but we're doing this like, I, you know, are we? Well, yeah. So, again, this is the second time that we've seen Keith Lee in a multi-man match. No singles match, right? And I did this last week, reckless speculation. So, if you're listening new this week, it's reckless speculation again. I have no information, no merit. It's just... Uh, Stupid white guy from Kansas City's opinion of what I'm seeing. I think Keith Lee is still struggling with either long-term COVID or some type of other health concern that says, hey, I can't get my heart rate up for this long by myself. I got to tag out to get a break. So that's just my guess. And maybe that's why we're not seeing Swerve versus Keith Lee. Again, reckless speculation, no merit, just a dumb, smooth-brained idiot over here with cookie brains for cookie dough for brains, just saying some bullshit. Yeah. Um, so Darby and Orange Cassidy win. Then they go right into what I thought was interesting, a Darby Allen video package where he talks about uh this guy Nick Wayne, who Tim, we've got a chance to see when we were at our GCW yes. show in Chicago. Yep. And Nick Wayne got a contract at 16. Now he's 18, so he can wrestle. Darby Allen's putting him over as far as this guy is going to be the one I look after. His dad trained me. Unfortunately, his dad passed away. That's going to be the new fucking, the biggest thing ever. New Darby Allen, right? So here's where I got a little confused though. Later on in the night, they just say, Hey, next week, Nick Wayne, Nick Wayne's in in action. So what do you, what do you make of all this? What do you think? Look, man, I've heard a bunch of folks. Talk about somebody coming from the Indies, some young kid who is the greatest, most amazing thing ever. So I don't have any faith that this kid is going to be the greatest, most amazing thing ever. Well, he was cool. You know, when we saw him, he was cool. It was in that tag match. Yeah. It was in the tag match against uh, Ozzy Open. Remember that? No, I remember. I just, I I still like, I was like, let's, let's. Let's pause it here a little bit, right? Let's see what, yeah, see how he's presented, what storylines, all of that matters, right? Again, the moves are one thing, you know, the presentation, which I think, again, as you said, is cool. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes, is how I'm going. There's a lot of talk. It is noted that they are putting the full court press on, like, hey, everybody, check out Nick Wayne. <laughs> like, they're opening the curtain for this guy. So let's see what happens. If I had the pin, 
Pencil, you know what I'm doing? I'm doing he wins his match next week. Unfortunately, it's against Swerve Strickland, which I think breaking kayfabe, they have good chemistry. They trust each other. Sure. Hey, let's have a good match. Right. Okay. But storyline perspective. We've done this a thousand times. Yeah, but storyline perspective, that's another loss for Swerve Strickland. What yeah. the fuck, right? But what I'm shotgunning here in like a month's time for the next pay-per-view, you know what I'm doing? Nick Wayne says, Darby Allen, you piece of shit. I never needed anyone to look after me and beats the fuck out of Darby Allen. Kansas City Cunt Punt. And then, and then this is where Sting comes in and it's like, Darby, like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And Darby's like, the fuck are you to tell me it's going to be fine? Like, old man, this isn't the 70s. I do shit different. And then we get some bullshit with that. So I have Darby Allen beats Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne turns his back, becomes like, the Darby Allen of the bad guy, right? So Darby Allen's a good guy. Make Darby Allen a bad guy, which is Nick Wayne, because yes. he can do a lot of the same similar stuff. But then Darby Allen, with this friction with Nick Wayne, makes him take it out on Sting. Bop, 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 bop. Sting's retirement match. Darby Allen versus Sting. Yeah, you just have these little things where Sting's trying to come out and like pull him off or something, and he shoves Sting he's a little Sting. hard, and Sting's like, "Hey, man, yeah. calm he's like, down, right?" Like, and yeah. he's like. Fuck, fine, whatever, sorry, right? But the next yeah. time he shoves a man, hits him, and he's like, hey, man, calm down. And he's like, yes, yeah, sorry, right? But the next time, it's also a chair shot, right? And then, like, we just get there, right? Yeah, he's taking yeah, out his frustrations I, on, on dad. Yeah, but then I think it, it manifests into something more of, hey, for me to be the best version of myself, like, I got to take you out. And Sting's like, well, then, motherfucker, if I can't beat you, I shouldn't be here. Yeah. Let's see what happens, brother. Do it, yeah. And do and it. I'm you know jumping what I mean? from the top of the building. Yep. I mean, Sting is oh, Sting is so fucking cool. All right. Um, after that uh, video package, we get a quick recap of Jungle Boy and Hook. And Tony Schiavone's backstage, and he just conveniently knows that uh, Hook's showing up. Hook's going to be here. I don't know he who told him, me. but okay. Me. Yeah, they go out to the sure. strip clubs together. Yeah. So Jack Perry uh, opens up the door and was like, what up, you fat motherfucker? Tell me, tell me, I promise you this is happening, the next town that they're in. The, the local strip club fucking Ferrari is pulling up doors are opening Shivani and hooker getting out amidst all the fucking marijuana smoke billowing out a couple of ladies by their side. Hey, Tony Shivani loses his shit storyline, especially with the tentacles that he has with all the wrestlers, like with yeah. Britt Baker and Adam yeah. Cole and MJF and all sting yeah. would be, Oh, but I still amazing. want a moment of pimped out. Like, remember when the, uh, remember when, what was the, uh, the inner circle got like high from Conan? Like I, we need yeah. a moment where Tony Schiavone is the cool guy in the room running the fucking, you know, yeah. pulling the strings. Right. And we're like, Oh that. shit. Fucking Tony's got the game. <laughs> right? Yeah. I would love that. But I would also love the fucking self-destruction of Tony Schiavone and the, the locker room comes to save him. <laughs> Tony Schiavone evilly manipulates something for his own personal gain right, right? like get somebody and Britt to baker like looks yeah. at him as like we were best she friends takes out, like, yeah he takes out adam cole because he needs somebody else to win because he's placed a major bet and now he can yeah. retire and mm -hmm. and and but like adam cole's out now for good like double concussed can't ever wrestle again yeah and Britt baker's like but tony we were friends and he's like fuck you bitch Bitch, you tease? You think we yeah. were fucking friends? <laughs> like, <laughs> Shut 
trying to fuck you the entire yeah. time. You couldn't tell? Fucking, fucking that champagne was expensive. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, but so let's go back to here. So um, Jungle Boy walks out and he's like, guess what? I demanded Tony Khan give me a, a match for that FTW championship. And then Hook, he runs in. He's like, I'm attacking him. Now, here's where we need to get better with Hook. I think Hook's great. I still think he's great. I'm still a team hook, 100%. Okay. However, if you're going to make some fucking noise, you my guy, right. you were mute the I entire time. Yeah. That was the only thing. I like, know that was mad. the gimmick, right? I know that was the deal, but like, I've known plenty of people who are a man of few words, but mm-hmm. it's a few words, right? Like, there's a few of them. Yeah. Come on, that's man. where That's where we need some... Some audible frustration comes from Hook, not just the silent killer. Yeah, can I get a, I'm going to give you a titty twister next time I see you or something from mm-hmm. you, Hook? Mm-hmm. You're leaving, you're leaving the arena, but your girl's still here. Yeah. Like, can we get like a, I am half the man that you are. <laughs> man, someone should do that when they like say that they have a girlfriend but then they run away from the baby face the baby face would be like your girl's still here and yeah. like, fuck <laughs> fuck shit yeah <laughs> yeah and he just walked over yeah um that would be fun all right so then let's get into what i thought started off maybe the most fun 30 minutes in aw recent memory so we come back and we cut to a gym <laughs> and inside that gym is mjf and Adam Cole, baby. Baby. And MJF is like, this is a bro session. I'm so pumped. Bro, this is so cool. And Adam Cole's still coy. Like, hey, man. Like, okay. Like, just shut up, right? You see MJF get on that bench press. And I don't know what that weight was. It could be bumper plates, so it could be a deceiving. But it looked yeah. like it was probably 275, maybe 300. Sure. And he reps that motherfucker out. Bop, bop, bop. Again, those could have been bumper plates and 10, sure. 10 pounds, but we don't know. Um, bop, 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 bop. Gets it. And then MJF's like, hey, look at that fat guy over there. Uh-uh. Adam Cole's like, we can't, dude, we can't you say that can't anymore. can't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Stop. We can't. No. And then Adam Cole's like, all right, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll get my set in. And MJF's like, you mean take weight off? He's like, no. He's like, you want me to spot you? He's like, I don't need it. And then in the worst kind of way to show he was actually lifting this way the guy on the left was fucking half beat off and was just like making this motherfucker going bar path all weird he does the reps fine right it's yeah. rapid you know? fire just yeah. killing the reps where mjf is like what the fuck adam cole yeah. yeah and it was great and then uh he gets off the the bench and he's like yeah that was good hey by the way you know that fat guy reminds me of and then at the same time they both go tony shivani <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. I like that they can bond on that, right? Because there is yeah. that, right? Like MJF hates everybody, Tony. right? He clearly hates Shivani, but yeah, Adam Cole, even as a baby face, and Shivani is a baby face. Yeah. Doesn't like him. Doesn't, Doesn't like, like him. him. And that's great. I mean, I guess I forgot about this. I thought it all ran together, but it doesn't. So we'll get back to that. So then we go back into the ring. And honestly, in a match that I don't think was needed, except for the local crowd probably needed to hear a cool rap, which they got. They got some Trudeau lines. They got some 
Canadian Drake lines, I think it was, but it was the acclaimed and Billy Gunn taking on the blade and the Bollywood boys. And this is one way traffic acclaimed win, right? I don't, not much to say about that. Afterwards, Harley Cameron gets on the Tron and is like, I'm still great. Yeah. What, what do you think of QTV with the acclaimed? The the QTV with the acclaimed thing is fun for me just in that like everybody does their job well here, right? Like I don't think anybody's bad. Even this Johnny TV fits in with the group in a weird way, right? But it is just that filler, right? It's kind of that when we said like uh, what were we talking about earlier where we were like, oh, Sandow and mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes. At the moment we were like, this is really cool and fun. But it it never amounted to anything great for both of us. Like when we think about them in retrospect, and if we watch it today, we'd be like, "That wasn't as good as I remembered." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's my here's my only issue with the acclaimed part of this is this feels like a feud of a team that should be ascending. Right, this is the last yes. feud that you have until you get with that main event picture, and it's FTR and it's right. the Hardys. It's, it's one where you squash these cheesy heels. And then you're in that picture. Yep. Right. But this feels like, hey, that was cool that you were at the adults table. Now we need you to go over to the kids table. They're getting a little rowdy. And now the acclaimed are going down and hanging out with. Oh, this is the hype crowd. This is New Day. Run out there and throw some pancakes. Keep everybody, you know, clapping and cheering. Yeah, but I don't, I mean, I don't think they're ready for that. I don't think they're. This is what it feels like, though. That, No. No, I you want stop them. it. No. Yeah. This is not, yeah, this is definitely not day sex. Yeah, this <laughs> is where I want, this is where I want the acclaim to go up against the Lucha Bros, right? Yeah. Where I want them to be like, hey, we're really being fucking tested. They don't, they can't understand our fucking language, so your raps aren't working, and they're just going to try to kick our ass. That's like, that's what I want for the acclaim, because I felt like the acclaimed have done this with 2.0, with Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. And it's good. We're playing the hits. It's fine. But I think it's a miss as far as like, I told you, it should still be ascending. I told you this is, and I don't even think that this is happening yet, but this is what's going to lead to it of the, we're going to have to come up with something post scissor me daddy ass, right? It's going to get old. And this is how it gets old because it's not in meaningful storylines. Now we're going to remember like, Oh, we did the scissor me daddy ass thing against the guns and then against Jeff Jarrett's crew and now against QTV and next it'll be fucking, I don't know, Serpentico and his fucking, you know, yeah, friend Spanish, just, anou- yeah. Spanish announced project you gimmick infringement motherfuckers. I mean, Hey, but thank you. You know, the gimmick infringers. That's what we're calling them. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just give us a check or some free tickets. Hey, yeah. If you, you know? give us a little bit of royalties, then it's all day sex, baby. Then everything. Yeah. Can. All day sex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, all right. Then. We move on, and oh my god, a moment that if if you have a heart, this made it grow three times the size. Eddie Kingston, we're, we're showing here, wins the New Japan Strong Openweight Championship. He is just taken aback, so emotional. He dedicated the win to his mom, dad, and Terry Funk, yeah. which a fucking course. Yeah. God bless Eddie Kingston. That's the three things. It's mom, dad, and Terry Funk. Yes, I mean, to everyone. Yeah. (laughs) And so he's like, this is the best. He goes, I'm going to defend this with my life. I love this title. Awesome. Then we cut to a video of John Moxley 
And he talks about, hey, Eddie, you got this problem with me. Man, we've been the same since we met back in whatever it was, 2008, 2009. Uh, You know, you keep on talking about all these kids complaining, but that's all the shit you're doing, homie. So, uh, you know, if you really want a reality checker, you really want to hear the stuff, answer your phone. Answer your phone. Yeah, that was a great line. So, Tim, let's take it back a little bit. What did you think of Eddie Kingston becoming a New Japan pro wrestling champion? Yeah, becoming a New Japan pro wrestling champion is awesome. Are you sure it was your heart that swelled three times its size that day, Tom? Yes, I love Eddie Kingston. Yeah, no, yeah, it was your heart that that swelled three times that day. Uh, Mass Mahler says, I effing love Eddie Kingston. And yes, we love Eddie Kingston. This is an Eddie Kingston podcast over here. He also said, why is Jeff Jarrett still wrestling? And God, man, that's a question we've been trying to answer for 10 years on the Spanish announce table. But yes, man, Eddie and Kingston, the what is it? Pure open weight champion. What do they call these things? I forget what everything. Strong. The in New Japan Pro Wrestling strong, strong open open weight, weight champion. champion in of the world. Um, mm. <laughs> yes, Eddie Kingston, love that, and I like this storyline. Right, we got a little bit of a what was that about with Rene Paquette last week going fix this, Eddie? Right, because we were like, well, Eddie gonna fix this? What does that mean? And now we get. Answer your phone from John Moxley, indicating Eddie Kingston, who was, I'm bringing the fight to you, I'm coming to your door, is now not answering the phone? Like, mm-hmm. so when the cameras are rolling and the interviewer is in the way and the wife is in harm's way, right? Like, it's Eddie Kingston up in my face, but yet, answer the phone, Eddie, right? Let, let, let's talk this out, right? Yeah. You got to fix it, right? Yeah. What's going on here with this story? Well, so here's another aspect of the story I want to bring to your attention. We can put in a pin. We can put a pin in it later and get to it when yep, they announce it yep. in the show. However, blood and guts, it's announced. Hey, Eddie Kingston's not a part of the elite because he's over in New Japan. However, is that true? Because is John Moxley trying to call him and say? We need to take out these dorks, right. the elite. Yeah, the dorks. fuck are you doing? Eddie, you know these are some dorks. We'll go hang yeah. out with the dorks to fight me? Yeah. Come on, it's all leather and day sex over here, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that's interesting. We'll see. Because again, we got mystery apart we got mystery partners for both the BCC and the Elite and Blood and Guts. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. So let's keep it moving. Uh, we go backstage to wrestling aunts, uh, Renee Paquette and RJ City. They are everyone's wrestling aunts. Uh, RJ City. And, uh, the quick shout out. Yeah, RJ City. I mean, come on, the you're show, not watching, RJ City. You need it. We need to interview RJ City. And if you're not watching Hey EW, fuck's wrong with your life. Uh, it's the best way to start a Sunday morning. Anyhow, old man Matt Hardy is saying, Who do I get for this blind eliminator tag partner thing? And so they draw a name and they say, It's Jeff. And he's like, fucking great. Awesome. Yeah, right, yeah. And they go, Jarrett. And he goes, oh, man, he's a piece of shit. Something yeah. like that. And walks yeah. off. So, yeah, I forget what he, oh, he said something about slap nuts, right? But then yeah. he was like, on his way out, he was like, I hate Jeff Jarrett. I need that sound clip. I forgot to grab that. I was like, oh, we need that for the show. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that they were just like, I mean, that makes sense, you know? <laughs> yeah. Now, here's the other question, though. Is this the oldest tag team that we've ever seen on television? Well, no, the Briscoe and Patterson might be the oldest tag team we've ever seen. On t- well, May Young and and uh, the who was the one that got 
Me too. Uh, the lady from WWE. Oh, that yeah, they had to yeah, change yeah. the yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the tournament from that might have been yeah. the oldest tag team ever. But um, on AW, yes. So Matt, I am fact checking this. So Matt Hardy is forty eight. Mm-hmm. So you do the math here. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna look it up. And Jeff, Jared is ninety two years old. Is fifty five. So what's 48 and 55? So they're 103 years old combined. <laughs> what was Briscoe and Patterson in 1986? Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just saying they're over 100 years old. Yeah. 100 years of life experience rolled up in that tag team. They know all about fixing an 83 oh. Ford carburetor. Oh my God! Yeah, they don't uh, Matt come out. Smaller and- says, "I can't stand Jeff Jarrett for years now. His best match was with versus China." <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, probably. Uh, yeah, if they don't come out in Camaros, what the fuck are they doing? Like, they should just be all eighties. Uh, that would be fun, um, but it wasn't. Uh, so we keep it moving. Willer Yuta says he's going to beat Kenny Omega tonight. That's cool. Then Chris Jericho comes out. And you know what Chris Jericho does when he runs out of Chris ideas. Jericho's. He says, going to do a new gimmick. And so that's what we kind of get here. So Jericho's like, hey, Canada, ah, poutine, hockey, Canada, America's What's hat. Boo. <laughs> yeah, woo, mooses, right? We all love these mooses. Ooh, Jeffrey Seal says Hogan and Edge was a pretty old team, too. No, yeah, but, Jeff, but Edge was kind of in his spot. Yeah, they, they offset each other a little bit, I think. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he's like, "Hey, I was here." Uh, Stu Hart, Bret Hart, Owen yeah. Hart, Ice, Rod- yeah, Roger Hart, hockey. You know, he's just Tim saying Hortons. all. Poutine? <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did I say that one already? Yeah, Poutine? Yeah, yeah. 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 neat. And so he's doing all. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's doing all of his shit, and then this fucking noise comes from the speakers that I've never heard of. What that was, was so good? It's so unsettling. It's so <laughs> not appealing I to listen like to. I feel like it was the warning signal on the Titan submersible before it imploded. <laughs> too soon? Was that too soon? Was that too soon? Uh, that maybe, maybe, we'll find out. We'll find out in hell. Because um, yeah, that was just a weird noise yeah. and it was so but, good fucking don Callis is the best man yeah so he comes out and everyone's fuck you Callis, fuck you Callis, and he's just totally no selling ah, okay whatever <laughs> and so to get to you know brass tacks here what we're doing is don Callis is like we've known each other forever we're we come on what the fuck's going on and jerry goes like what the fuck is going on he's like you know what the fuck's going on join join me yeah and jericho goes you know what and he kind of plays to the crowd Fuck this guy, right? You know, okay, all right. You know what? Nah, maybe, maybe, and we get a maybe. What do you think of that answer? Look, more Don Callis is something I almost unilaterally am encouraging and approving of. I, it could be with anybody, but Chris Jericho, right? Like, do we got to do this? Here's what I'm afraid of, though. You ready for it? Oh, jeez. I think we slow play this. Is the Jericho Appreciation Society gonna implode? What's going on? Because later in the night, we'll uh, we'll just jump ahead just a little bit. 
uh, Jericho's backstage with uh, Garcia and Guevara, and they're like, hey, what the fuck? And he's like, hey, learn to walk by yourselves, right? So this is what happens, I think, Tim. We're slow playing that angle so that when the BCC and Elite thing is over with, we do Jericho versus Takeshita. Babyface Jericho and Takeshita, the heel in all black. Don Callis, Jericho promos, which will be fine. This was fun, right? Of course. And it'll be five months. Jericho, even when he's super high like he was for this, um, can still hit the spots just fine. He was really high for this, right? Like he was really high. Yeah, go back and look at his eyes. Just kind of how he's like, he's really not moving much, right? He's just kind of like taking in the crowd. (laughs) Like he was just like, he was in the moment, man. All right, um, Jeffrey Seals in the chat says, Jeff Jarrett's best match is the one where he lays down for Hogan. (laughs) That's why this company is in the piece of shit state it's in, Russo, (laughs) for shit like this. Love that. Um, That was the dumbest moment in wrestling. God, Vince Russo, when left by himself, is a fucking moron. Sure. Judy Bagwell on a pole wasn't the. <laughs> hey, that's still kind of fun. Um, uh, okay, so we get a maybe. I tried to squeeze in a guitar on a pole match that had Jeff Jarrett in there somewhere, but like he lost as part of a team. I was like, that's going to be a weird question to ask. <laughs> guitar on a pole. All right, so then we move on. We get the vignette from Punk and Joe. They're like, ah, we're, we're, we're going to fight. Cool. Uh, then we also get a vignette from we get a vignette from Hobbs and Sargs, and they say they're going to fight. Okay. Okay. Uh, then we get a recap of Joe taking out Roddy Strong at Collision, putting and him out on a stretcher. Forgot. Yeah, Jesus, I'll tell you what, man. Generic Even in guy. this. Well, he was because then we go backstage and Renee is looking for an update on uh, Strong and he's wearing a neck brace and he's like, I'm okay, doctor, doctor, I can, I can wrestle. Just let me out there, please. I can wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. I can wrestle. It fucking sucks. Uh, But then Adam Cole walks in and he's like, hey, man, I'm so sorry with what happened. And Roger Strong's like, hey, what the fuck's going on with you and MJF? He's like, ah, it's nothing. Again, we're just fucking around. I'm just fucking around. You know, we know. And he, yeah. he, he ain't about that life. I'm, I got my guard up. And then as he's saying something, MJF texts him. He's like, hey, we need to do that double clothesline. And if you catch Adam Cole's first reaction, it was kind of a smile. Like, oh, man. Yeah. And then it's. Roddy, I, I'm fine. Like this guy sucks. I, I'm out of here. Right. Yeah. I got to go for to my match. Right. So here's where going back to the Logan Paul uh, ricochet that I was teasing. I'm, I'm paying it off here. So MJF has the takedown, the headlock takedown over as any move he has, right? The headlock takeover yeah. where he pins Darby Allen. Right. People went crazy for that when he won the first time. People went crazy for that when he won in the four-way. I guarantee you, for how much fun the crowd had last night and how much fun it looked like the IWC had online with Adam Cole and MJF, when they hit this double clothesline, it's going to get five times the fucking reaction that the fucking spot with Ricochet and uh ebenezer paul gets when they do a double 
crotch chop 680 butt sniffer or whatever the fuck we're calling it. And that's what I'm saying. When you when you make the move matter, that's how you get the reaction. We've said this a million times. I'm not going to beat a dead horse as the phrase goes, but any move Ricochet can do, any move uh, whatever Paul can do, Logan Paul can do, the Regal Twins, the, the fucking uh, one of the uh, uh, Howlets can do. Any of yeah. your local wrestlers can do the same fucking moves. I guarantee you. So, so that they do a Spanish fly off the second. Who the fuck cares? But when you tell a story like the double clothesline and when that pays off, that's what makes it memorable. That's what makes it fun. That <laughs> makes it pro wrestling. Yeah. So that is what I like. Right. Moves don't matter. <laughs> Moves don't matter. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So then we get to that match and it is the blind eliminator tag tournament semifinal MJF and Adam Cole versus was this their name? I'm looking at magic meat. Yeah. Magic meat is daddy magic and uh, the butcher. Right. I think so. It was magic meat. <laughs> yeah. Why are that? <laughs> yeah, it needs to be magic meat. The butcher and daddy magic. <laughs> that was my, that was my rap name. <laughs> my nickname in college. Yeah. Oh my god, that's what day sex is called to some people. Right, yeah. Uh, uh yeah, in room twenty two B we have magic meat. <laughs> <laughs> they call me Magic um, Meat. <laughs> hey, magic Meat over here. Who's looking for some condoms? Um <laughs> so we magic get this match. Meat doesn't use condoms. Right. <laughs> well, he sells it to other people. You're That's right, how he yeah, makes yeah. his money. Yeah, yeah. We gotta ask. Um, like, you don't yeah, want the condoms. Yeah, yeah. Selling it for a dollar. Selling it for a dollar. Selling it for a dollar. So we get the part of the match where MJF has the abdominal stretch on, I believe, uh the butcher, and he's telling Adam Cole to grab his hand, like grab my hand, pull, you know, the, the classic heel move where the outside partner helps the the one that's uh has the abdominal stretch. Adam Cole says no. MJF says do it. Adam Cole says no. MJF then gets the whole fucking crowd to chant do it, do which it. is yeah. again awesome. Love it. And so he does it. And then he does, I didn't do anything, right? Yeah. Uh that was probably my favorite moment. Oh, actually, side note, the my one of my favorite moments too was when MJF comes out first for the match. And then he goes, Hey, guess what? Got Adam Cole. Adam Cole comes out. Yeah. And then MJF call back to yeah. Sandow does a Mizdow here yeah. and follows Adam Cole and then does the boom. Yeah. And in classic MJF fashion, he does the boom with Adam Cole, but then he goes fucking nailed it. And nailed then it, yeah. <laughs> there was one point too. I forget like where all this fell in the whole timeline, but he's like, he's like, do the, do the fucking thing. Right? Like, oh yeah. yeah. Do the, like, Adam Cole, uh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Love. That was after the match. Yeah. So, so MJF then um, calls for the double clothesline and Adam Cole says, boom, and does the fucking, his finisher to yeah. Matt Menard and he wins, right? Magic meat. The, yeah. Which is God run with that, please. That was so much fun. Uh, yeah. School's so then, 2.0 is. Yeah. I, I mean, have all of them, have all four yeah. of them together. Yeah. Cause they're all great, but magic meat needs to be their, their collective four team name. 
Um, so any, cool anyhow, after meat. you mentioned, <laughs> yeah, yeah, magic meat selling cool something. Yes, yeah, so I get, yeah, anyhow, no, that ain't it. <laughs> well, with something like, yeah, we got it. Who cares? I don't care. I'm moving on. MJF is on the microphone. We're live, pal. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. And he's like, hey, any devil worshipers out there? And, ah, yay, right. And then MJF says, uh, hey, any fans of a certain cool guy over here? And then that's when he's like, do the thing. Yeah, he's do like, any, thing. I got a friend with a cool name here. Or yeah, and he's like, yeah, I don't know, right? And so then and he's like, and because I'm better than you and you know it, right? And then uh, what happens here? Where's my notes? Uh, once another bro. Oh, then he says, I want another bro session, right? Don't we want to see another bro session? And like, yes, yes, yes. And he's like, man, uh, uh, sure, whatever, fine. And then he goes to leave, Adam Cole, that is. And then MJF's like, I got one more thing for you, friend. One more thing. It's your birthday. And in classic MJF form, he actually kills it with, the singing of a birthday song. Jeffrey After Sills here says he match. even puts his finger to his ear and gets to singing like he's Christina Aguilera. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Does a great job. Has confetti come out. Fucking pays $2 for a cake. Did yeah. you see how fucking pathetic this cake was? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, they sing happy birthday. And then he's like, hey, I'm going to push his face in the cake <laughs> after this. And so he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Blows out the candle, Adam Cole, that is. And then MJF goes, Adam Cole's too quick for him, puts his face in it. He falls on the ground. He's like, you got me. You got you me. You got me. And then they're like, eat the cake. And MJF eats the cake. Adam Cole takes off his head and then eats it himself. That was weird, but fine. Uh, but then Adam Cole's like, hey, I want to genuinely thank you for this, for this, for yeah, this birthday like, celebration. Thanks for being a good friend. Thanks for being a good friend. Right. And then he goes out of the ring and he looks back and he kind of does a, huh. And that, okay, and all guy. the while, and all the while, MGM is like, "He got me." He's looking in the camera. He's like, he got me, guys. Oh, he what got a fun me. time I had. MGF yeah. is saying, "Yeah, yeah." So let's break this down a little bit. What the fuck happened here? Is this legit? Is yeah, this a- I would Please? love if this is a storyline where Adam Cole actually, like MGF, actually isn't that bad. He just is like. He's a broke, like realizes it for what you said he is. He's a bit of a broken hearted guy mm-hmm. who put up a wall of an assholishness as a defense. Yeah. And when he wants to be a good loving friend, he is. And look, I'm changing him in good ways. Right. But then Adam Cole is Adam Cole, baby. Right. Like he takes advantage when he needs to take advantage and fucking super kicks his head off and breaks his heart. And now we get MJF sympathy. Because he had his heart broken. He actually did care. He is a good guy. Yes. I that That is what I'm wanting as well. I want... So I explained this to Tim off air before we got going. Is I listened to another recap of, uh, of last night's Dynamite just to get a different perspective. And the person brought up a good point where they said, like, this is MJF. So obviously MJF's origin story is CM Punk leaves him as a kid. He doesn't know what to do. So then he finds uh, solace, uh, you know, another uh, way of um, being himself in football. Yeah, being himself in football. But then when he gets into the football world, they call him all these typical mean Jewish names. So then he's spited by that. Doesn't even want to do it. His first love was wrestling anyhow. Then he goes back to wrestling and realized I ain't letting that shit happen again, ever again. 
So he builds the wall around his heart and is like, no one's getting in unless I let him in. Becomes and the Grinch. Becomes, and becomes, yeah, MJF, the Grinch, right? Now, one thing that we do know already, got the receipts, as the kids say, is kids say that. there was a yeah, there was a tweet or whatever it was where MJF says studying for the best of all time. And it was Jericho and it was Adam Cole, and then it was two other people. I don't remember, but it was Adam Cole. So I think this is legitimate from MJF. I think this is him letting down that wall, saying, This was one of my heroes. I'm hanging out with one of my heroes. Obviously, we're on the same level because he didn't beat me, right? So now we're friends. We're cool. I got to celebrate his birthday. He liked it. This is great. But as we've talked about, the best version of Adam Cole is a heel. Fuck this babyface shit. He is a heel. Before his injuries, remember, he turned on the young bucks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he is a heel. So I want MJF to be like, this is the best. This is like almost falling in love. To- <laughs> yeah. I would get them to the finale, like to the tag team title shot. Like they win the tournament, get the tag team title shot. And then Adam Cole's like, you're dead against weight. everybody. Like they're like, Adam, you know, this guy. And he'd be like, no, I, he's just misunderstood guys. Right. Like, yeah. Almost like he's got the battered abused, right. Mm-hmm. Syndrome going on here. But I would have Adam Cole be like, you're dead weight MJF. And I still want to be champ super kicks them. Whoever the champs are FTR retain their championship. And then as MJF has said, he's the devil. This is scorched earth. Everyone is getting eviscerated. Worse than the CM Punk beating that made him bloody in the white T-shirt. This is I'm finding yeah. Kyle Riley. We have a moment of sympathy, but he turns it into like, no, I yeah. will fucking kill everybody involved, so nobody yeah. remembers the shame. And here's this is what I would do if you really wanted to get serious with it. First thing I'm doing, he takes out Roderick Strong. Fine, right? That's fine. He's he's fair game. Then I would go find Kyle Riley. Take him out before he can even get back cleared from wrestling. Obviously, you know, in real life, he's cleared. But in storyline, he's not cleared yet. Takes him out again. Then I'd find, I'd have him find Britt Baker and fucking torture her with the outcast. Not him himself, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like just kind of Chris Jericho, but turned up a notch. And he's just like, you made him this way, Britt. Like he blames Britt Baker for the Adam Cole I knew would never have done this. You are responsible. You did this. Yeah. All of the friends around Adam Whatever Cole. Whatever weird dental drugs you put into him. Yeah. All of you guys kept saying for him to not trust me, he could have trusted me. That's where it is. That's the angle is he's a bad guy, but he's he not. He listened because- to everybody else instead yeah. of listening to me. Instead yep. of listening to me. Yeah. yeah, and then he just scorched yes. earth everything Great and idea. then make Adam Cole fucking suffer. Just make him suffer. Everybody then, Adam Cole loves falls yep. to the wayside. And then in the match, I would even almost make it one-way traffic. And MJF is like, motherfucker, you have brought out the true devil in me and you're dead, right? And everyone else in this company's dead You'd too. even have MJF, like when it finally crescendos and now we get Adam Cole and MJF, that as MJF is ready to like give him the fucking to the throat that he breaks down and can't do it. Right. Like mm-hmm. why, why did you make me do this? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. I would just have him scorched earth them. Now 
as Jeffrey Sill says, MJF is going to screw Adam Cole. That could easily happen. Most likely outcome, yeah. <laughs> but that's the most boring of the two outcomes, yeah. in my opinion. Where if you hired us, Tony, we could get oh, you God, this idea. On. Yeah. Come on. Um. All right. So then, after all that fun stuff, Renee is backstage with Britt Baker. She says, I missed out last week, but Ruby Soho, I got this championship from beating your ass, so I don't care what you say. I'm going to beat you again tonight, bitch. Cool. Uh, Pull that out of storage, did you? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, And then, as mentioned, Renee asked Jericho about the maybe, and then Garcia and Guevara is like, what the fuck? And he's like, get some feet of your own and fucking do this shit by yourselves, hoes. Said maybe, bitches. (laughs) Yeah. Chris Jericho. And then, Tim? God damn it, get ready. Uh-oh. <clears throat> it's about that time. Yeah. Hold on. Yep, 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 yep. Actually, was... actually, you know what? So this is, it's not the main event, right? It's right before the main event? It's right before the main event, mm-hmm. Tim. So you so know what that means. Yep, yeah. you know what that means. I do. It is. It's time Tim. for... The women. <laughs> that is what we have. Uh, and it is the women's women Owen Hart tournament final match. And it's Ruby Soho versus Britt Baker. And they protect Britt Baker here. We get a lot of shenanigans from Tony Storm and Soraya. Ruby Soho does some crazy shit. Eventually, there's a title shot to the head of Britt Baker. And then Ruby Soho uh, ends up with the victory roll and grabs Tony Storm for leverage. <clears throat> One, two, three. Ruby Soho advances. I, I was a bit surprised by this, if I'm being honest. And so next week, we're going to get Ruby Soho versus the winner of this tournament, Sky Blue. What do you think about that? Oh, you think Sky Blue is going to win? Yeah, that makes One sense. One million yeah, that percent. makes sense. They're going to push her as like the new hot thing. Yep. Yeah. Book it. Book it. Sky blue. Sky blue. And that makes so sense. Do- so then, yeah, you get Ruby. The character of Britt Baker can take the loss to Ruby Soho, who's kind of in the, the big group right now, right? Is booked yep. all tough and mean. And they cheated. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, then she can also absorb the loss from Sky Blue because she's number two or three in a faction right now. So, yeah. Yep, exactly. Yep. Um, and so then at the top of the ramp, Sky Blue and Ruby Zoho, I guess, just stare at each other because why the fuck? Yes, you snuck up on her just to stare at her. Baby faces, especially the women in AEW, are dumb as fuck. Yeah, like, did you just put yourself in harm's way? Like, if you weren't swinging, you went up on a person who doesn't have morals, as we're led to believe here. And we're like, and friends. And we're like, what's up? Yeah, and friends. And we're like, what's up? Yeah, they've been beating bitches up and spray painting them. Yeah, but you're, you're gonna just walk like, out there. You're just like, let me put my chin right in your face. Yeah, that's where if you're gonna do that spot, like this is where we need to be better. And again, Tony, hire us. If you're gonna do that spot, if you're like, we want the stare down, what you do is sky blue is forcing her way through security. To get to Ruby Soho, security's doing the whole, hey, 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 hey. Then you have security, like, grabbing at their waist or, you know, grabbing, pulling them apart. But you're still getting the face of, well, I'm going to fucking kick your ass. Like, you still get the face off, but it's pandemonium around them. 
right? Because I'm going to kick that girl's ass. Well, bitch, you ain't beating me up. I'm going to beat you up, right? And then, but if you just have them go, hey, hey, and fade to black, that's dumb as shit. It is dumb as shit. So that was that. That was our women's time because we didn't get a second women's match as we never do. And we didn't get any other women's segments because why the fuck would we do that when we could do a boring ass acclaim match? Anyhow, um, then we get That's what I'm saying. Could you not have put Chris Statlander and the TBS champion right there instead of the acclaim just doing yuck, yuck time? Yeah, could have. Anyhow, uh, so then we get to our main event. And it is Willer Yuta, and it is Kenny Omega. First time since the pay-per-view where some people said he had the best match ever. And to those people, I would say, you are wrong. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was good. Like, it was good. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I. Well, and here we go again with Willer Yuta getting uh, a big spot. Right, we mm-hmm. are all in on getting Willer Yuta a big time spotlight. And he does well in these moments, right? Like every time I'm like, Willie Yuta held his own. And, and as yeah. a well, and as a storyline perspective, Yuta is the one who pinned Kenny Omega at uh, double or nothing, I believe right. it was. So yeah. I think all it's this good. fits. Yeah. All of this fits for Yuta. Um and man, we get a good we get a good match here. Just like you said, put Yuta in that spot, he'll come through. Can he cut a promo? I don't know, maybe mm. edit it. But um he can do this really well. And so we're getting near fall, near fall, suplex, suplex, here's another move, 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 and then that motherfucking Don Callis comes out, which again, let's take logic again. So security holds back Don Callis from walking down to the ring, but no one on the security team thought to fucking separate Sky Blue. And Ruby right. Soho. Right, yeah. We couldn't let Don them. Callis walk down to the ring. Can't even get close to the ring, but we'll let Sky Blue touch boobs yeah. with Ruby Soho. <laughs> Which, yeah. the right. fuck are we doing here? Right. Um, but that is all to distract the referee and the crowd because then Takeshita, the man in black, comes out and he says, Blue yeah. Thunderbomb, motherfucker. Blue Thunderbomb. That's a cool fucking move. I it will is. say that. Mm-hmm. When Sami Zayn hits that all the fucking time, I'm like, I have WWE 2K23. I don't even do the Haluva kick with him. I just do the Blue Thunderbomb because I like that one way more. I'm like, ah, it's way cooler. Boom. Yeah. Way cooler. Anyhow. But. Just why is it blue? Why not? Yeah. It's blue Thunder. Yeah. WCW Thunder was blue. So. Yeah. Right. Duh. Like yeah. God. In wrestling, all Thunder's blue. Um. There you go. But you would think with the blue thunder bomb. There's thunder being, Rosa. She's blue. Well, I don't. What? Says. She cusses a lot. She works blue. I see what you're saying. Okay. All yeah. Right. Different context. All right. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it always works out in my favor. Um, And so then Yuta pins him. But then Kenny Omega kicks out, which fuck your blue thunder bomb if it can't end a match. Yeah. After 15 minutes of the guy wrestling. Um, and then Yuta says, I'm gonna get up top. But then Omega says, You're a fucking small dick prick. You're a bitch. Yeah, you do it, missionary. Give a fucking boom one winged angel for your ass. And I win. I'm Kenny Omega. What'd you think of the match? 
Wheeler Yuta does look like his favorite sexual position is missionary. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say his real name is? Isn't it something even more generic than Wheeler Yuta? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Did I say that? that Yeah. We're going to fact check that a little bit. Yeah, man. I thought this was good. Again, I just felt like if it still feels like it's stalling in the overall storyline. Um, what, what is it again? It's Paul Gruber. Yeah. Paul Gruber. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a mock up. Like I get why you changed it, but you chose Wheeler Yuta. <laughs> it's a weird name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Anyhow, go ahead. Good. So, so, so say what you're saying. I'm sorry. I just think this is still just kind of an overall stall from the overall storyline. Right? Like, I mean, we got some movement here, but nothing too crazy. Right? Like, I mean, Takeshita wasn't a big, you know, bomb on the storyline or anything that's already been going on, right? So, you know, uh, you, you get some of that, right? We've got to, you know, we've got to tell this point in the story, we got to traverse to the next one. So that's kind of feels like where we're at with this. Yeah, honestly, I thought the most is- interesting part of the night here for this story took place after the match. So Claudio immediately comes out and he's like, beating you up, Kenny. Bop, bop, bop. So then <clears throat> that brings out, because uh, Takeshita is also beating up, Kenny. So it's three on one. So then that brings out with chairs, the young bucks and hangman Adam page. They take all of them out. Then hangman's the young got bucks, a stall. Hangman well, yeah. was taking his sweet time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If they could have done a take two, they probably would. Have. Oh, yeah. But right. uh, the young bucks hit Claudio with their uh, knees to the face, that BTE trigger. Wow. And then we've got hangman going to hit Claudio in the head with the chair. Eventually. Yeah. And then here comes the dork order and they swing in there and say, Nope, your chair is not going to be used here. What do you make of that? Yeah. I again, feel like we were supposed to get a little bit more before time ran out. Um, so maybe if you were live, you probably saw a little bit more of the fallout from this, but mm-hmm. yeah, I do again, appreciate this storyline that we're going here with this sort of the dork order is finally taking enough offense to stand up for themselves even though their position is sort of the bad guy here. If you follow Evil Uno on Twitter, Evil Uno says Evil Uno does not care if you like the Dark Order. So that is an interesting turn of events. Ooh, Evil Uno's speaking in third person now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he always does. He's always like, Evil Uno is co-workers with Brian Danielson or, you know, whatever right. the new signing person is. Yeah, he's great. Like uh, follow him on threads probably because fuck twitter um but still use hashtag tweet table because until we think something else yeah whatever we're going to use on threads start making suggestions yeah Yeah, hashtag and whatever it is it's probably not that because that'd be weird but you know what i'm saying um because i don't want to tell my in-laws hey so we got this uh, that's what i said yeah i'm gonna have to sift through enough videos that like it's i mean it's gonna be fun but it won't be worth it you know (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. i'll never get finished (laughs) so uh, yeah, I don't know because then the Dark Order being so, I guess, easily influenced, does Don Callis then just go, hey guys, they all hate you, just join me. Yeah, I've look, always is already wearing black. Yeah, we already are Looking cool. at some like, purple. And then we're going to get Jericho? Like, don't you guys love Jericho? You guys love Jericho. And then do we got the Dark Order joining the Don Callis? Dark Order Appreciation Society? Yeah, of Don Callis. Of Don Callis. I don't know. I don't know. But that was it. So that was what we had for the night. 
what did you all think? Let's go through some of these comments here. Um, let's see here. Jeffrey Sills says Athena is winning the tournament and hits the famous Owen Hart promo. Jeffrey Sills, I'm going to give you a fun fact here. You're wrong. It's not famous if no one knows it. Yeah, yeah, because I was like, what what, What the fuck are we talking about here? And I know it being a pretty well. You know, I've followed her career since back in the uh, Texas days with Booker T. Um, He says, I'm assuming the main event was the match of the night. Yeah, it was a good match. I, yes. I would still, because of entertainment value, give it to Opener. Magic Meat. Oh. No, Magic Meat versus Magic meat. Uh, MJF and Adam Cole. Magic Meat. When you can get a chant of do it for do just it. a simple grab the hand thing. I mean, come on. This is, again, the entertainment yeah. value. If I'm going to show someone who doesn't know wrestling, no offense to this match. It was very good, yeah. but I'm going to show them that match before I'm going to show them. Right. Yeah. Before I show them, uh, Yuda and Omega. And again, I love Omega. I think he's great. Um, but that was my match of the night. Yeah. So, All what right. else we got? Uh, we got mass Mahler's gonna check back in with us. All right. All yeah. Right. Oh, well, hold on. We got a, we got a, we got a live chat question of the day oh is that what we're gonna call let's do that we got the um live chat question of the day to wrap us up here tim and tom oh yeah Mm -hmm. what is your favorite wrestling match ever mine is probably macho man versus ricky steamboat that is from the masked mauler tim you need a second to think about this I mean, what comes to mind the moment that that makes me smile the most is the stadium stampede because we've been talking about it lately with Fight Forever. So if I was going to like right now shut off this podcast and go watch a wrestling match of anything right now, I would say the stadium stampede. That's a great one. A lot of AEW matches come to mind. I'm just going to give you some OLIs outside looking in, right? but I am going to give you my favorite one and it's going to shock you. Because it's probably no one else's, and that's okay. Some OLIs. Jeff <laughs> no, fuck not. Some OLIs. The pre-show match with Eddie Kingston and tomorrow uh, Ishii. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember that? The yeah. fucking... Because that was when Walter or Gunther and Sheamus were doing their physical match, and then Eddie and Ishii was like, fuck you. Look Chop at this City. And it was insane. Yeah. Also, acclaimed versus keith lee and swerve strickland that was the start of the oh scissor me daddy Mm -hmm. um i also saw the 30 minute iron man match between Pac and kenny omega that was good by kingo versus kenny omega we saw in person that was insane um the stadium stampede another great one also man all out for everyone talking about brawl out had some amazing matches another really good match was the inaugural champion of the trios when it was mm, yeah. the elite beating hangman and the dark order. That was very good as well. Um, man, you got Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels. You got so many, but my favorite Melina, match, Alicia Fox, obviously, obviously strong contender. I'm going to, I'm going to surprise everyone. And Justin I don't floor says any match with Jeff Jarrett. Waited for him to just join just to say that bullshit, Justin. Yeah. yeah did he miss? Did he miss that? Did he join? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but here's what I'll say. 
this is my favorite match for circumstances outside of the match itself. It was a time in my life that was very uh, influential. Um, I was doing fun things. I was kind of being a, a young adult. So it was WrestleMania 19. Mm. And it was Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. versus Vince McMahon yeah. in a street God. fight. The, the blood Hart from Vince McMahon. No, the, no, this no, was, no, no. That was, yeah, that was right. Yeah, this is the blood. This is when uh, you have the fucking visual of Vince McMahon coming from underneath the ring, above the ring. You yes. had, uh, uh, you had a. Yeah, I, I mean, that. these old yeah, guys where he fucking. Like fucking yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. You had these guys. There was a leg drop off of a ladder through a uh, announce table. You had Roddy Piper hit both of these motherfuckers with steel pipes. I mean, you had Hogan's career on the line, which. Back in the IWC days, then it was rumored that Hogan might be leaving for TNA. So you right. thought maybe he could leave, right? Especially losing to Vince wouldn't have, you know. Um, but yeah, it was the drama. I was at Hooters. I was nine. I was seventeen. Uh, you know, I was just having the time of my life. There were people there for Vince. I was obviously all decked out in Hogan stuff. We're yelling at each other. I wrote a paper about this in one of my college English classes. I got about your time watching wrestling at Hooters. Hell yeah! (laughs) Hell yeah! Oh my god, it was so much fun. It's something I still see why we're friends. Yeah, (laughs) love it. Yeah, love it. Um, so yeah, it, my Matt, my favorite me in my heart, yeah. this heart right here, it is WrestleMania 19, yeah, this cold Hogan shriveled Vince. black heart right here. Yeah. This, this one that hates all you wrestling yeah, fans, right. it is Hogan versus Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 19. There you go. All right. Join us live and ask questions like the mass Mahler did here, or use hashtag tweet the table or join us on threads at Spanish announce podcast. And we're going to come up with a new hashtag or something something of the like over there maybe if we transition out of twitter if if wrestling twitter moves to wrestling threads um but yeah just stick around subscribe to us for free at spanishannouncetable.net and get all of the content daily uh you get all the access and all that stuff and uh we're gonna leave you until next week because uh in the interim we're gonna go have some day sex the spanish announce table